Hello, greetings, welcome. This is uh, Tyson and Teddy Talk, episode five. I'm Teddy, that's Tyson. Me. I always forget to say that. <laughs> the, I forget to introduce the one other person and who I am. Well, you know, it's a, it's a process. Important. It's a learning yeah. process. We're, we're, yeah. we're slowly Absolutely. going. So. Absolutely. It's a, like... The the idea of the show is we're just hanging out, catching up on a weekly basis, and you know I don't want that to get any like I want that to still be organic of like you know this just came out of us just talking so that's all I really yeah. want it to be. But I also but I also realize like it is a show that I put out so like I should at least have some sort of minimums of like people should hear like at the beginning know that my name is Teddy that yours is Tyson. <laughs> And like, what is this That's about? And it's standard. kind of like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Kind of uh, dude, okay, today, I'm scared. But today, is we're, we're going to talk about our games of the year. I know. I wrote my I wrote my 10 favorite right before this. And I've I cut had two. this list I cut throughout two. the year. Oh, God. I'm so, I'm so interested. So I've had this list throughout the year, and I, I keep adding to it and changing it around and whatnot. But, like, I don't. I don't know. Like at the end, at the end zone right here in the last hour. I mean, it's already passed. It's January 2nd when we're recording this. But yeah. like, I, th I, th I think I have to put a different game at my number one. Like I, I really do. But I'm scared that it's a recency bias. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I just got to make it. You got to pull the trigger. I pulled the trigger it. so many times. I was just like, hey, out of these two, which? And then like. You can't you can't just like dwell. But I will say that Ghost of Tsushima is in my top ten. Ooh. But I'll now, I'll, now I'll continue with Ghost of Tsushima is my number ten because it was either that or Resident Evil 3. Yeah. And I love Resident <laughs> Evil 3. <coughs> the remake was mm. good. It was really it was really short. A little too short. Um, and I only played it once. I didn't play it on the other difficulties. But I really liked what they did, but like it couldn't be my it couldn't be in the top ten. So it was that or Ghost of Sushi. Okay. That's that's your number ten. Cat, stop, <coughs> stop I guess we're cat. getting started right here. Yeah, look look at Frank in the back. Stop it! Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's going after the curtain. Hey. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, cats. That's that's amazing. Um I saw it in the background, but it's didn't really want to say anything. <laughs> it really sucks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's amazing. Watch the video version on Tyson and Teddy Talk on YouTube. Also, see. <laughs> I'm cracking open this great value mocha cold brew. It's a Walmart yeah, brand. That. I'm going to see how this tastes. I'm on water. Live taste test right now. Okay, that's actually really solid. It's probably really that's uh, not bad. Sugary. Oh, probably. Probably I'm going a back lot on keto very though. soon. I, I'm, I, I, man, when my mom brought the fudge is when I went off keto, and I have not been back on since, and that was around my birthday, so around the 15th, and it's a fool. <laughs> I have put on all that weight back <laughs> in like a month. 
<laughs> not really, but a, a good bit of it. <laughs> that's why. So that's going. Play, change you'll never, things. you'll never, fe- you'll never find me on uh, like a, a diet or anything like that because I can't. Yeah, I don't I, know. But the thing is, is it's, it's all, it's all about like, like uh, not in what is it in moderation. It's technically not supposed to be a diet. It's an it's an eating lifestyle, and it like really was because I ate that almost I ate that way almost the entire year like so I don't know it's not really something that I go off of regularly so it was uh it's kind of just more of a habit at this point so I'm I'm gonna go back to it pretty soon because it's a lot of sugar (laughs) and sugar is not great for my anxiety so like I've been I've been like man it's gonna be nice to go back I think and it's also like it's also just carbs what I know too. and like meat that I eat instead of sugar. I don't really eat a lot of sugar. Well, I mean, <clears throat> the whole reason as to why I did keto in the first place was for anxiety and whatnot. Because even if it's not pure sugar, like carbs turn into sugar in your stomach and still like fuck with your mind a little bit. Yeah. So that's that's one of the reasons why it's really nice. But also, it's cheap. <laughs> In comparison, now I've been eating when I just let myself go go wild. Um, so and it's good just because I I know how to do it. It's a it's more of a it's easier for me at this point. But I'm gonna do that soon. But for now, this has how much sugar in it? This has oh god, it's a good bit. It's a good bit. For now, we're gonna drink this bad boy, dude. So I'm doing this today, and then later today at 7 p.m. I have one of my viewers, Avatar Guy, reached out to me and was like, he was talking to me about this in chat at one point, and then it just kind of evolved, and he was like, oh, I'd love to sit down and talk with you about, like, this and this, and, like, what you, like, what got you started with streaming, and he just started listing a bunch of questions, and I was like, well, it sounds like you just want to do an interview. (laughs) I'm like, I'll I'll do it, and he's like, yeah, dude, sure. So we, like, scheduled that, so I'm going to put that up on my YouTube. So I'm, like, basically doing back-to-back kind of shows today so i'm like oh that's fun this is this is what a day would be like in a in a dream world you know yeah just recording shows and shit so that's that's my day today so i'm gonna drink this to be energized you know (laughs) also tyson before we get to the games because i'm stalling because i'm still not sure about my top 10 just just pull the trigger you want to know what (laughs) show i started last night what show shit's creek it's creek Best show of oh that was that show ended in 2020. I so honestly expected more my, of a that's reaction. That's probably my favorite you. show of 2020 because there wasn't really a lot. Exactly why I figured <laughs> you'd be like oh right. shit, but you're just like oh okay. <laughs> that's a good show. It's uh, the first season's not great. Yeah, kinda... I I will say that so far I'm not like loving it. It's fine, and there are genuine moments where it's like oh this is really good. This is fun. Yeah, but I've, like I started the first season like a bunch it, of times. And I never made it through the first season. And then I think it was just because of quarantine. I was like, okay, let's just push through. And then I remember I like hearing that from other finally people Finally got too, to, which I don't know why. when. But once it clicks, it's just like so good. Interesting. Once you just like, okay. I'm excited. you get the characters and you just like <laughs> kind of get what the show is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what happens, but it, it just like clicks. And, There's you, a and moment. it's just so good. Cool. I'm excited. I, I, I like watching shows, like, legit, some of my favorite shows are shows that have 20-minute episodes, you know? Like, yeah. The Office, Parks and Rec, I mean, Avatar, like, even even a serious show. But I kind of was 
the last show that I watched was I went through Queen's Gambit. So, like, I just did a quote-unquote serious dramatic show. So I was like, oh, I could use, let's go to, like, a more lighthearted one now. So yeah. that's uh, that's why I started that. And there are 20 minute episodes. So that those kind of shows, I don't hesitate starting because it's just like I can burn through this. But totally. if it's like Umbrella Academy season two, that's literally only 10 episodes, but they're all like 45 minutes to an hour. I'm like, no, no, I can't do that. That's it's probably the only only sitcom, I guess, that like the the finale made me cry next to uh, Scrubs. Not the Scrubs yeah, season I, nine I, finale because I that so was easily. that was uh, we don't talk about Scrubs season nine. Mm. We don't talk mm. about it. That's what I hear. Um, That's what I hear. How bad was that? Like I don't. I mean, it's wild. Like, as somebody who's never seen Scrubs, <clears throat> I've never. Only it seen really like just clips. didn't need to happen. It's not like it was bad. It was just like it was one of those. There was the perfect ending for the, all of the characters. Yeah. And it was like, just like a perfect series ending. And they're like, oh yeah, we're doing another season with new cast members. Like it's about, it's not even about like JD. It's not about like Zach Braff. It's about this girl, Lucy. And so like the inner monologue. I hear she uses 100% of her brain. No, that's different Lucy. (laughs) Um, But because like the whole show of like the the real scrub show it's like jd's narrating everything to to the audience yeah. to himself in in his okay. mind That's and then cool. in season 9 it switches to this girl lucy and she's the one narr- narrating it jd's still in it but he's like a teacher now at the hospital and it's just like that just seems like a spin-off show it's a spin-off show with like the characters still there but like you still cared more about the it was like yeah. star wars you, you cared more, more about jd huh. and those characters rather oh, than man. the new characters but I'm just now realizing how many things I have to talk about, dude. And oh my god, the that only fucking... the only good thing that came from that is uh, uh, Dave Franco. Was that was he the first in that season? Not yeah, the other he was season. in that last season. That was, that was the first time I remember seeing <clears throat> Dave Franco. So, and like <clears throat> where he was like really funny. I've cried at a lot of season finales. <laughs> I, I been tuned well, I now. don't, I don't cry. But I tear up a lot where my eyes get watery. You know, like that happens at a lot of uh, a lot of shows and movies. Fucking watch Lord of the Rings again during Christmas week. I think I talked about that last week, but like fucking every time, every fucking time he gets to my friends, you bow to no one. Waterworks. Every time. I can't stop myself. See, it's I, so good. I I don't cry in Endgame oh. anymore, but like I get I get like choked up in different parts. Yeah. Before it was always, it wasn't when Tony dies. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> I never cried at that either. I, I cried at like did, the funeral. The funeral was worse. Yeah, the funeral was sad the first time. It and doesn't ever get me anymore, but it was sad the first time. Yeah. And like when, and then when Peter goes to see him when he's like dying. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I, oh, I cry every time, but it's like, Oh, this is probably the most reliable part where I tear up a little bit in Endgame is when um, when they're in the fight and uh, Peter, like, comes over to Tony and it starts explaining everything. He's like, oh, and then Doctor Strange shows up. And, blah, yeah. blah. and then, like, Tony just hugs him. Yeah. Like, that fucking gets me every time. Because yeah. they're, like, happy tears. But, like, that's that's usually what I cry from is, like, happy tears. Yeah. is like, a really emotional, good moment. 
It's is, the same uh, with like uh, what gets me. Yon Yondu's like, yeah. Oh, like that one got me originally. The funeral at the, the very end because like all of them show up again because he was like outcast, yeah. but then yeah, that was really good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking. So Lord of the Rings, I watched that like two weeks, two weekends ago. Oh, another thing that I've been really into lately for some weird reason, the last like three days, I've been watching a lot of episodes of Hot Ones, the YouTube show. Oh, yeah. it's so fucking good. It is. Have they done? <laughs> I guess so they haven't great. really done new ones this year. No, but I just fell down a rabbit hole of all of the, you know, because once you watch one, then it's like, oh, Shia LaBeouf, Terry yeah. Crews, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. And I just started watching like all of them. And it's so good because it really it's such like a religious experience for almost all the guests. Like yeah. once they finish, they're all n- most of them are not really mad because they most of well, them they know what they're getting knew, into. <laughs> they, yeah, they went into it knowing what they were getting into. Right. So like they they get upset and they're they're in pain. But like <laughs> Sean's questions are so good that they're so impressed and they're so impressed yeah. with like the quality of everything that by the end, because they, I think they go into it expecting it to be a lower quality thing because it's a YouTube thing. And a lot of them are like big mainstream celebrities. So a lot of them will end and be like, that was awesome, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they'll like at the end of Terry Crews's one, I love how they show the little be- behind the scenes, like after it's officially done rolling, they show that for like a couple seconds. Yeah. Um, and in Terry Cruz's one, he was like, dude, I got to get your phone number. We're best friends for life now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's so good. It's so like wholesome in a weird way. I haven't watched those in a while. They're I've so been, fun. I've been just They're trucking good, good through uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. I am now in season yeah. six. So I'm finally Ooh. in new territory. Hell yeah. I got to say, well, I guess. Oh, this that's is, so cool. This is sort of spoilers. But it, like the shows, the shows, <laughs> the shows it's been um, over for a year and it's been on Netflix for about six months, I think. Yeah. The new, so, like, I the, fell like, off. all the seasons. I fell off at the second half of season five, like when they come back to Earth. And then yeah. I think that's when I kind of just stopped watching. Um, so I finished oh, that. okay. And then when, and I'm, I was surprised that it, I didn't get choked up, but I think it's because I, I knew that somehow they would bring them back. Because like Colson, well, I guess... Fitz dies. Yup. But I wasn't sad because I was it's like, wild. okay, well, there's two seasons left and they're not doing a show <laughs> without Fitz. So somehow yeah. they're going to find a way to make him Ooh, back, I, to bring him back. Oh, man. And then okay, they. I got to talk about it once you're done with all of it. And then they. Uh, and then like Colson, they're like, oh, yeah, he only has like a week left to live or whatever. But then I'm like, he's probably. They're going to find a way to bring him back to. <laughs> and then I don't. Okay. So then season six starts. I like the space stuff. I like yeah. the the very Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. It really is, yeah. Them in space. I don't like the the alternate universe Coulson storyline so far. I'm just kind of like, this is boring. It's kind of it's kind of meh for a while. Like yeah. once they kind of understand what it is more, it is kind of okay. I will say that whole thing was interesting as an idea, but I don't think they handled it super well as like and a like, villain. It's and really hard that. to picture him, oh. even if he's like acting really tough. It's just like, no, he's just not a villain t- guy. Like, well, it's like we've seen five seasons of him being Coulson, you know? It's hard. True, to but I will say like with Fitz whiplash. in the framework when he's like oh, the God doctor, yeah, man, he is like perfect as that. Fucking nailed that. That was really cool. And I loved like when... um in season six, oh, when yeah. he like 
pretends or not, not pretends, but like he almost thinks that he sees the doctor outside of the framework to then like, uh, give Daisy back her powers, even though she doesn't yeah. want her powers. It's just like, oh man. Fitz, I think. Fitz is probably the best character of that whole show. Oh yeah. I think, I think for some weird reason in hindsight, looking back on it, I think the writers had some sort of weird obsession with Fitz because they just, they give him the best stories and like he has yeah. the best character development out of like everyone by far. Like yeah. it's kind of wild. Um, he's been, he, he goes through so much by the end of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but I'm pretty sure you have. But like the last the, episode um, was when they um, they're in like the casino and Daisy and yeah. uh, Gemma are like tripping balls. That was really funny. <laughs> that like was surprisingly, good. I was like, I, I was having was a good really time good. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one thing I wanted to address with you when you got to the point because I started to mention it a couple of weeks ago, and then I was like, I'll just wait. I think it's the end of. Season five, I, I believe, when they're on the earth and it's like the the last episode is like when Fitz dies and whatnot, right? Yeah. Like, okay. So they, I think they had like a holiday break or something between the penultimate. Actually, no, I think it was at the end of that season. It was either at the end of that episode or at the end of the penultimate, they had like a break. They had some sort of break mm -hmm. where... The episode ended, and you were like, "Fuck, are they gonna actually?" And then, and then, in Endgame or Infinity War came out, and we saw the snap, and it was oh, like, yeah. "Holy shit!" It actually seems like they might connect these two. The times where how they were were released, I was like, "When they come back, they're either just not gonna act like anything happened whatsoever." And then at that point, we know, okay, well, fuck it, they're done Which with any weird. sort of canon whatsoever. Um, and that's what happened. They came back. And be, but it was weird because they did kind of set it up like it could have been that. Well, like the even, world the ending second, event could have been that. In the second, that. the penultimate episode, I'm pretty sure it was the penultimate and not the, the final yeah. one. But they're like talking about yeah. like this war that's coming to Earth. They even say yeah. Thanos is coming. And then like they, they literally say it. So it's like yeah. it's still connected. They, it really then, do. It, it completely felt like they were absolutely setting that up. Yeah. And then they just didn't. Like when it came back, I was like, "Oh, we're just not gonna." Maybe okay. they, maybe they all just survive. Yes, I, I gotta just <laughs> accept that. Yeah, I, but at that point, I was like, "I gotta just accept that it's just not." We're just in a different universe now, yeah. <laughs> where they are not connecting. That. That's fine. But I was so bummed for a little bit because it was so weird. Because <laughs> it really did feel like they were setting that up. And I still want Quake. I still want Quake in the MCU. I still think it could happen. It could. It, it could, could possibly happen. We need more female superheroes in the MCU. So Yeah. And she has cool powers. Yeah. Yeah. And like she's very strong too. Like yeah. you know, is it the whole the whole thing in season five is that she fucking destroyed the world. Yeah. The earth. She quaked the planet cool. apart. It was cool watching this, like binging the whole show because then I see like yeah, Sky man. at the very beginning how she's this like nerdy li lives in she's her a van. Hacker. She's a hacker. hacker. She's really band. smart. She's a hacker, but she doesn't know how to fight. <laughs> and now she's like this badass. Yeah, it's just like it's really that's a really cool character development too. Speaking of watching a show from the beginning, so the one more show that I also wanted to talk about <laughs> as well is so I, I've been watching Hot Ones. I started Shit's Creek like a, a couple nights ago. Um, Lord of the Rings. And then, I'm pretty sure this is it. I restarted <coughs> Attack on Titan from episode one. 
Because let me tell you, dude, I, I mentioned it last week. The final season is wild. <laughs> it's so good. And like, I found a couple friends to talk about who are also, to talk about it with, who are also watching the final season. And one of them has read the, the, the manga. And I basically was like, here are my worries. I'm very worried for this final season. Game of Thrones has me scared. <laughs> are they gonna fuck this up? And she was like, so they're following the manga, like apparently beat by beat, like so far the first three or four episodes are like almost exactly the manga. Yeah. And she was like, and it's it's gonna go down. And I was like, okay, I should not be worried. <laughs> like the way she has talked about it, I have zero reason to be worried. So I'm fucking stoked. And like literally going back to episode one, they had some of these twists for like halfway through season two end of season three absolutely planned from the beginning and, and, and it's clear like when you go back and watch and it's fucking wild like mm. going back and watching knowing what i do about some of these characters that are revealed like way later on is so cool like they 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 very clearly like separate them and put them together and originally you think that like oh one of them is doing this just because they're because of this reason that they kind of vaguely give you in episode one but no, that's not the reason. And you can see now why. It's so good. Like, if 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 they finish the final season and they fucking nail it, I will absolutely preach from the rooftops for everyone to watch the show because the writing will have been incredible. It's dope. But uh, yeah. I, I started Shit's Creek, too, because, like, I wanted something to kind of watch a little more casually because re-watching Attack on Titan is still kind of casual because I've seen it before, but I am still watching it subbed. So, like, yeah. I do have to pay attention. Um, but, and I'm telling you, season one, episode five, worst cliffhanger I've ever seen in anything ever. It's That's terrible. A, like, binging stuff is, just makes it a different experience. It does. It and does. especially with, like, certain shows, some shows should be binged. Some shows, like, are fine with that extra yeah. week, watching it week yeah. by week. But... I've just been, yeah, I've just been shield. And then I was going to, I was, I think I mentioned this to you that I wanted to talk about, but I've been watching a lot of, uh, this streamer, this code mm. Miko. You did mention this. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so I also say, like, watch a little I, bit of this as well. This was about, I don't know, two to three weeks ago, maybe a little bit more. And I think it was in like Jace's stream and they were talking about VTubers and I was like, I'm never going to understand VTubers. It's like, it's just not my thing. I don't get it. Like, yeah. I think it, that's fine that people get it, but like, I just don't get it. And then JJ sent me like a, a clip of Code Miko. And he's like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you really like her. She just, she just like interviews people and that's it. And so then I watched that <clears throat> and I, and like, it was a hilarious, hilarious clip. And then like, I just started going down the rabbit hole of all of her really <laughs> funny clips. And I was like, This yeah. is, this is amazing. And then I've just like followed her on Twitch and then now I'll just like watch her streams and they're just so good. And I just, it's such a weird thing, but it's really cool. <laughs> so to the people who don't know what VTubing is, cause I didn't for the longest time, it's very odd. It's basically just like, I mean, it depends on who is doing it with like the technology, I guess, but it's kind of like motion capture of uh turning yourself into an animated thing and you're just streaming in like an animated world it's it's it was yeah. apparently a really big thing in uh, japan has been for a long time yeah. um but america's like now 
more picking up on it. I watched her entire interview with Hassan because I like I like Hassan. Um, and I watched the whole fucking thing and it was like an hour and a half long. And she's just genuinely one her like actual technology is wild and like yeah. way above literally anyone else and it's costed like 30 something thousand dollars apparently. Yeah. Um two, she's apparently just incredibly talented and like codes all of this herself. Yep. Um, the, and three, just show. really funny. Just a very funny, has a great personality, like super, yeah. very talented and entertaining just naturally. And it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. You can have all the talent in it's the world. Like that's okay. It's, but it's How almost like you? the, the v, like Miko. Miko is the, um, what is it? I guess the icing on the cake or anything. But because like, like yeah. she's actually really she could just funny. And she yeah, does. She, she has can just done stream streams. herself and be fine. She, she does uh, technician streams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She calls um, herself the technician. <laughs> so she does like those streams, and it's still just as funny. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, like she's already charismatic and funny and yeah. smart, and then you just have Miko on top that is just very uh, in your face, it's, and I think that's the. Yeah. But yeah, like just the it's setup. A little unfair. <laughs> the the whole setup when she when she <clears throat> has like the different different things and. Oh man, it's just cool. I don't know. It's really it's great. <laughs> I've seen her now three or four different times in the middle of an inter- uh, of an interview. Be like, "Do you want to see my gun?" <laughs> yeah. Just pulls out a gun. Just like all these different <laughs> outfits and yeah. yeah, I watched her interview uh, Vern Vern Notice. Yeah, and I that one was that really one. good. I saw her yeah. talk to Pokey for a little bit as well, yeah, and uh, I watched a whole hour and a half Hassan one. Um, the Hassan one was really funny because they eventually just very clearly started flirting, like <laughs> very obviously, and it was very it was uh, it was both uncomfortable and incredibly entertaining to watch. <laughs> it was great, but to those yeah. uh, I mentioned this to Tyson on my stream, but like. Uh, for the podcast listeners, I opened up our YouTube channel and she was the only subscription <laughs> that we had. Yeah. And I, I was like, I was oh. <laughs> I was like, did I do that? <laughs> I don't think I did that. So I was just I watching that a whole was bunch. Funny. Yeah, she's great. Um, so, okay. I guess it's time. It's game the, of the year. Game of the year watch. No, that's, that's Here's probably copyrighted the thing. from like IGN or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, it, it cat, is. That's Game Scoop copyrighted. Say hello and then say goodbye, because you're you're in my way a little bit. <laughs> Look at his eyes; they're so yellow. Oh my god! You don't even see. You don't say hello to the camera. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> He's just limp. <laughs> He's like, I go wherever you tell me. I'm chilling. <laughs> no, he goes wherever he wants. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay, so here's the thing. We haven't talked about this at all, but like, like I listened to another, um, I listened to another podcast, which by the way, shout out, let me get the official name because I've like run out of podcasts, right? I I should shout out these two podcasts because I've listened to these this last weekend because everything is on break right now and I'm fully caught up with everything, which is rare for me. So I've been listening to like just random stuff like uh one of the friends um who i've been talking attack on titan with was like oh i'm on a weekly podcast where we talk about it and i was like fuck it i'll watch all of them (laughs) so i watched like three hour hour and a half long podcasts about the show so i need to grab that one too but i also watched um it's called the burnout brighter podcast uh which is very good 
I've quite enjoyed the couple episodes I've listened to that of. Um, and they talked about like game of the year. They had one game of the year episode and then they had another episode talking all about immortals. And I was like, this is perfect Ooh. for me. But then uh, the game of the year episode was very like, oh man, there, there are so many people out here doing podcasts and they're doing like, you know, they're like Bryce doing Ready, Set, Gamecast. They're, they're trying to make their podcast a thing. And we're just being dicks. We're just I dicking tweeted, around. You know, I that's tweeted all this we're out doing. Yesterday, yesterday, and it was just the gif of, um, from, have you seen the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall? I have not, no. I'm sorry. Really? Oh, I, my, man. Movie. Watch that movie. That's so one of the best movies. movies. So many. But it's a, there's a clip with Paul Rudd. Because Paul Rudd's, in, Paul Rudd's a, a surfing teacher. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to teach. Of course he is. Yeah, he's just like this some stoner surfing teacher. Nice. He's where he's where like the line where it's like when life gives you lemons, say fuck lemons, then bail. Nice. <laughs> um, anyways, he's teaching Jason Segal or Jason Siegel. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, how to surf, and then like he's like, okay, pop up, and he pops up, and then he's like, no, 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 do less, and it's just like this whole like I don't know thirty seconds of like do less. No, no, do less, do less. <laughs> and so, like, I tweeted that, and I was like, that's what I'm going to... Because I have a really bad problem of overthinking and over yep. trying to be, like, over... I need to. Not over-organizing, but just being like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this. And then as soon as, like, one thing doesn't happen, then it literally just, just all, all falls... It just, like, it's, a, it's an <laughs> avalanche of just, like, yeah. it just... just and I'm like, okay, well, whatever, I'll try it again another time. But it's like, part of it is maybe putting too much pressure on whatever certain thing. And so, yeah, yeah. like, I, I kind of just want to That's not, like, do bad. less things, but just, like, think less mm-hmm. about said things. Fucking relatable. And so I'm just going to, like, Over, stopping when I want to stream, I just want to stream. Goal. Um, if I'm going to, if I, maybe I want to put out a video of just, like, some gameplay and then, like, edit that up, like... Mm-hmm. I don't want to have too much of a. You kind of end up locking yourself into shit, and then like, if you if this doesn't exactly happen, then I'm not going to do any of it. Then yeah. you end up like not doing one thing, and then not doing anything. Yeah. So you're like, well, shit. <laughs> exactly. I totally get that. My um, one of my biggest goals throughout the entirety of 2020, and even like I don't know from. 2019 on i i've tried very hard because i realized how dangerous it is and like i i i absolutely went through a period in my life where i fucked myself up so much with worry and anxiety and overthinking that i just fucking became unrecognizable so like i know how dangerous that really can be so i've recognized the importance of absolutely just living in the moment and 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 trusting yourself and just fucking being here (laughs) good old nike just it. do it. Just do it. Just like, do it. Or just don't. <laughs> or yeah, or don't. But then if you don't, yeah. don't think about like, oh, I should be doing it. And then if you do yeah. it, don't think like, oh, I should be. Like, you just you just gotta. I mean, to be real, go. like throughout a lot of today, I've been worrying about some specific shit. And then it's like, I, I, I have to stop because I know this is the case, but it's, it has stopped my worry a lot of the times, but it doesn't always. A lot of the times I do have to stop myself and be like, you know that worrying about this is not going to help you in any way. It's not going to help you achieve the thing. It's not going to help you get closer to it at all. It's only going to get you further from it because worrying is damaging. It's not only unproductive, it's also damaging. So it's like, 
I, I have to, even though for some weird reason your brain's like, no, if I just, I just got to think about it more. I got to figure it out, right? Yeah. And it's like, not even. Got to write it down. I've got to make spreadsheets. I've got to make plans. Yeah. I got to do all this. I got to like, yeah. <laughs> every every half an hour of today, I, I have to I got to make like, sure that make, I figure out yeah. how to make it happen, you like, know? No, no, you just got to. A lot a of times, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> you just wait. You just continue to live your life and do the best that you can every day, yeah. and then it'll happen. You know, overthinking is absolutely dangerous, <coughs> and I am completely with you on on that goal <laughs> to stop overthinking and setting. And it's a process. Like it's not going to happen. Standards. Like, you're not going to just say like, oh, "Okay, yeah, 2021. I'm not going to overthink," because that yeah. you're setting yourself up to fail. <laughs> like you're going to yeah. say, "I'm going to." eventually try to like think less about a lot of things because yeah. still I mean, gonna... throughout 2020 i've definitely overthought less and i mean the biggest goal yeah. is to learn to recognize when you're doing it and then yeah. stop yourself i mean that's the biggest goal with any sort of mental health thing like overthinking anxiety like that was the biggest thing there is if you can learn to see it and see when it's happening then it's like oh shit then you can actually stop. Like, yeah. that's the biggest goal. So a lot of the times, that is the goal is, like, learn to recognize when it's happening. And then, like, even even though in your head, it's like, I feel so bad about stopping this because I feel like I need to do it. Yeah. The, you have to just make yourself stop because you know that it's that it's better yeah. to stop. It's just uh, it's hard sometimes to push yourself to actually stop. And that's also partially, like, I have OCD, so... That's something that I've talked with my therapist therapist with in the past is like people with OCD can get stuck in thought processes of like uh, like ruminating. It's mm -hmm. like you can't fucking get yourself out of it. But once you do, you're like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like you felt in that moment like you needed to finish the thought process. Like there was some sort of conclusion you needed to get to. Yeah. But then when you get out, you're like, oh, oh no, there, there was no, There's no, nothing. <laughs> this didn't, didn't need to be there at all. <laughs> so yeah, like learning to recognize that and then forcing yourself to stop. Super fucking helpful. Absolutely. But let's see. I did find the other show. Uh, it's called The Cross Media Show and it's on... The penultimate conquest YouTube channel. Um, they talked about Attack on Titan, and they did three episodes on it. One was on, I think the first episode was on episode one and two. Yeah, and then the next one was on three, and then the next one was on four. And so I listened to all of that as well. So shout out to those podcasts. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny. I was listening to the Burnout Brighter podcast, and they they he went through like, oh, this is gonna be our formula for like what we're doing for Game of the Year, and all. And I'm just like. I, I imagine me and Tyson are just going to get on and figure it out. <laughs> like, these are my top ten favorite games of this year. Usually we'll just talk about, like, the final three. Because, like, the other yeah. ones, obviously, like, they're in the back of the the list. So then you talk about just them a little bit. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm We probably have a lot of the same. Yeah. It's 227 on the West Coast. Best Coast. What time do I have on my timer? Okay. We got like 30 minutes, so fucking we can talk about each 10 of these if we want, as long as we're relatively fast. I don't, I'd be down for that. Because I really only played, like, the, these are the 10 new games that came out this year that I played, to be honest. Like, I don't think I played very many more than this, so yeah. I'd be down for that. And it is very odd because my list is... It's so weird because they are my top 10 favorite games. But, like, if I were to reorganize this around, like, 
the the ten best games that I played this year, it would be a different list. But the thing for is, what is like, I view is the best, which is weird, that I liked other games more than the ones that I viewed as the best. But, no, but well, I guess I'm so. just like in alignment where it's like the ones that I think are the best are the are are the because that's that's your subjective. I don't know. That's that's I your enjoy, own subjective like. Uh, there are rating. certain games that I enjoy more than a game that I would have rated higher. Like if I were rating these games uh, on like a, a scale out of a hundred, right? Like I would give certain games a higher score, but they are lower on my list because I didn't enjoy them as much, but that's not any fault of the game. It's completely a personal preference and whatnot, but I recognize that. And it's, it's a very weird thing that like in my own weird critic brain, I would like, I would score these differently than how I have them ranked on my list. I don't know why, but it would be the case. The new games are weird. Yeah, I don't know. I guess mine are just like, yeah, this is. I guess I rated them on God. which what I think is like the best. But those are also like God. my favorite. I don't know. This list is upsetting too because like there are a lot of games that came out this year and even a lot of them that I own that I just haven't played that I would like to, but I just haven't. So it's like, I just haven't had the time. Like, 2020 was a very good year. Like, I um, I showed this on uh, my stream the other night, last night, specifically. <laughs> I say that all the time. I'll say the other day when I mean literally yesterday. Um, it was a, uh, it's a skill up video that he did that wasn't, a game of the year video, but it, it's titled a look back at most of the games that define 2020. And he mentioned how like, if a game is not in the video, it's probably in his game of the year list. He tried to like include basically all of the others. Um, but it was super well done. And it was like, it went like month by month. So it was super fun to look back on. I love that kind of shit. It was very yeah. like game awards hype trailer kind of like, Fall Guys was huge at this bit and like all so it was so fun. Like this this has been a fucking great year for games, to be honest. My Okay. <laughs> well <laughs> this so the video version is gonna have a nice little uh my cat changed the the scenes in OBS. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was so funny because I couldn't see what you were talking yeah. about. <laughs> Cause I see the the scenes changed. I'm like, what? So yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Good job, Franklin. You'll have to watch and find when this happens. There you go, Tess and Teddy talk. I did like the explosion at the beginning of the last um the yeah, last video. That was, that was that nice. Was fun. And I thought it was funny because like that we do technically explain that, but like only an hour into the video. Oh yeah. Somebody's then gonna be like, oh, that's why there was an explosion. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. Okay, so let's just let's just go through it. I guess I'm pulling the trigger as my number one. Oh god. I don't know. I'll, I I might end up moving these around as I go, but I'm gonna start from the bottom. No, these um, are locked in right now. No, I might move these around. Then no. What's then locked in is what I say on video. That is <laughs> what's gonna be locked in. It's not you can't that, see my Google documents. Just games and they're just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hey, we were just talking about how we overthink, okay? Exactly. This is the thing. It's like that's why when when I made it. this list, I pulled the trigger and I was like, "Hey, you're you're going over here. You're going over here." Okay, I'm probably gonna just leave it as it is. 
I'm gonna say that number 10. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Number 10 is locked in. I'm gonna say number 10 and 9 are locked in right now. Number 10 for me is Rogue Legacy 2, which is in early access, so it's not fully out. And that's why it's so low, because honestly, it's really good and it's very cool. And they've added a lot of stuff as somebody who really likes Rogue Legacy. Uh, they added a lot of cool, cool shit, but it is very much not done. <laughs> like there, there's a is lot the left Epic, to go. Is it on the Epic Game Store? I think it's on Steam. I think I bought it on Steam. Okay. I think, I think so. Epic. I can't remember. It's really solid. Like I love the art style too. Like the art is so impressive. Um, and it is very much an evolution of the first one, but it's just, there's a lot left. And I'm pretty sure that when they added another, cause I think they did, I think they added another area, but I think when they did that, they like wiped everyone's save. And I was like, well, fuck. I like for a roguelite where your progress is like, you're kind of grinding. I was like, I don't want to do that again. So yeah. I'm going to wait until that's out. But it is very good, and the music's really cool. The art is definitely different, but beautiful. I really did, really did like it for sure. My number then ten. Then you said your your ten was Ghost. Ghost of Tsushima. It's a good game. I wish that they had a lot of, uh, I guess, accessibility options, just like different options, because um, some of the combat just does not feel good. The story is very vanilla the i will say that the the um side stories like the chapters when you get like because you get different chapters with each like i guess side story like i forget the yeah. names but like yeah, there was the I one where tales the one dude where you were going after his old apprentice like those were really cool the side stories those were really, really cool. good yeah but the main story was literally just like hey here's the bad guy and then we're just going to push him up the map <laughs> throughout the whole game. And then you'll That's probably kill I him expected. at the end because I haven't finished it because I was like, this is too, too boring. To It was just very, very boring. It's a take. My, my Ghost of Tsushima is much higher, so I'll talk more about that when we get But there. I'm probably further um, in the story than you. Yeah, you definitely got further, <laughs> for sure. Um, my number nine is Spiritfarer, and only because I have not played it as much as I would like. I, I really did that. enjoy that game. <clears throat> um, I did try it. I don't know how far I got. I got about, I don't know, maybe about five to ten-ish hours. Um, so I did play it a good bit. It's super cute. The music is great. The art is gorgeous. Like, it's such a very unique indie game that's, like, tells a story about like death and, and grief and loss and like it's very charming it has a lot more stardew valley sort of like farming aspects yeah. than i would have thought um i remember i demoed or i didn't demo it but i watched uh bryce and darian play it at pax and we were there with like one of the developers and when he originally started to tell us the idea of the game i because I, I had seen it before but I didn't hear anything about it. I just saw like the original trailer. And then he told us, oh, it's like Stardew Valley mixed with. And I was like, wait, wh hold on. <laughs> what? And then he kind of explained like the farming sort of aspects. Stardew Valley is one of my favorite video games of all time. I have a Never list there it. as well that I need to update because I, I, kind I, of I wish started keeping a list of my favorite games of all time recently. I kind of wish that the Game Pass didn't have it on PC because then I probably would have bought it Does on it? Switch. 
Yeah, it's on PC oh, Game Pass. And so it's like the perfect when I saw it, when I saw it on PC Game Pass, I'm like, okay, cool, I'll download it there. But then it's just like yeah. I never That's fair. I never play it on my like PC. Yeah. But if I had it on my Switch, I probably would have just bought it. Like I probably would have just played it there, which I might still do. Yeah, you honestly like, should. Another, I'll look out for. If I think it's like a Star Renegades. That's another game that I saw. I was like, oh, that looks so cool, and that'd be perfect on Switch. And then it was like, oh, free on, or I guess it's on Game Pass PC. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll get it there. Then I never play it because it's just I don't know why. It's, yeah, it's a weird thing. Stardew on Switch <clears throat> is the perfect game. Like I played it when it first came out that summer of I think 2016 or something. And I remember like taking it over to my parents' house on the weekend on my laptop and like <laughs> just playing more because it was so much fun. And uh, then when it came out to PS4, I was like, fuck it, I'm buying it again, playing it. And then I played like, I played the first 20 hours on PC and then on PS4 again. And then when it finally came to Switch, I'm like, okay, this is it. <laughs> I'm not ever playing it anywhere else. And then I did buy it on Switch and I've probably played about 50 hours maybe on switch i don't know but i've definitely maybe gotten I'll a lot further on switch know. it's so good dude it's legitimately i've really like, only got like one game I'm one of right my now. favorite games it, which is an mmo so you an should MMO, be okay yeah. that's true um so let's see my but yeah spirit fair is great and um i wish i had spent more time with it but you always uh, can i'll probably go back to it yeah. at some point perfect thing about games that's a lie uh my number nine is a game that i probably will go back to I'm taking a big break because I'm waiting for all of the bugs to be uh, ironed out of this game. But the game is Cyberpunk 2077. There it is. It's a great game. I'm honestly a little surprised it's not higher because I know you have been really liking it. I have been, but like the more... So I played it a little bit on the weekend, or I guess this is the weekend now, but like I've had the past two days off. Um, I played it a little bit and... I think it might be part of like I did this to myself because I turned into this crafting god where I tried to get like super rich. And then I'm like, okay, where am I doing in the story? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I think I'm doing this. It took because it took a long time to like make all that money and like get all those crafting nice. cards. And I kind of realized that like I like the main story. But there's a lot of just like busy work and a lot of like driving to one encounter to then driving to another encounter. So I kind of just want to power through the story, but I'm going to wait a little bit because I've had a couple of times where I like I got in my car and my car launched itself into like the river. Sure. Why not? And so I'm like, okay, fine, I'll get out. Then even if you swim, you still have stamina. So like, even if I'm above water, I still have stamina and I can't regenerate stamina. I'm like, okay, wh wh where, where can I, um, uh, I can like run or swim to the shore, but there was no ledge for me to get up. <laughs> so then I just drowned. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> took all that time. And I just drowned anyways. So yeah, there's some, there's some funny bugs, but then there's some bugs that are just like, yeah, this is a little much. We haven't talked about, that as much as like you know a regular video game news podcast would um I mean, like, but that whole thing's just wild there's it's just insane there's not a lot to say about it it's just like it's shitty like the the developers of the game the actual developers i don't think anybody faults i think everybody faults the like upper management and marketing 
for this disaster of a game. Yeah. Because, like, the world in Cyberpunk 2077 is amazing. Like, the detail in every, like, little corner and crevice. Like, it's just amazing. But, yeah, like, it probably could use, like, another six months to a year. But then it's, it's like, just a weird money to thing. Think about. And then, yeah, it's very, I don't know. I would, it's, I'm excited to see when they do multiplayer. Yeah. Once they finally get all these bugs ironed out and then they actually do a multiplayer, because I think this game would be like so much fun multiplayer. Yeah. Like a yeah, GTA sure. online kind of thing. Man, remember when Keith bet me that the Last of Us 2 multiplayer was going to come out by the end of the year? I remember. <laughs> Last of what Us a guy 2 multiplayer. <laughs> I don't know if that even still exists anymore. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think that does exist and I think that will come out. But I was like, dude, there's no way that's this year. Because that's so. shit. Like, they, they mentioned it, like, early this year when they said, hey, we're delaying this indefinitely and putting it out separate. And then that's it. Like, no, not <laughs> we heard it's nothing not about it. I don't think I, it's I think it will. No. But I don't think it'll be, like... I don't know. I think it'll be a little more separated and like it's not going to be called The Last of Us 2 multiplayer or anything like that. Like it, I could liter literally see them just releasing The Last of Us Factions for free. It's just a free to play multiplayer. Like I, I like can see that. They should just have it like the the mechanics and the gameplay that like Last of Us, but they shouldn't I don't know if they should tie it with like that name. Well, I mean that's what the first one was called. Yeah, but I mean, technically, because we're so we're so far First out month. already, it's going to be like yeah. over a year probably that it even comes out. So yeah, I think I think yeah. it'll be like talked about more in 2021. I don't. It would not surprise me if it is not out next year. That's what. That's why when Keith said 2020, I was like, no way. I would, <laughs> but it I would not surprise me if that's I think not that out. It's 2021. Dead in the water. That would be interesting. I don't think so. I think there are enough people that actually like. There is very much a dedicated fan base to the people who really like the Last of Us multiplayer. So I think there would be a lot of but to then a lot make of unhappy people. Yeah, but the thing is, is it's not like it's a, right now. It's a waste of money if they put it. But in. it's not because uh, I will say, as somebody who really likes Naughty Dog games and who has really liked the multiplayer in the past, I like Uncharted multiplayer usually more than. The Last of Us, they've only had one, so it's hard to compare. But um, they, fun fact for people who don't normally follow, Naughty Dog, as a great developer with a lot of polish on their games and whatnot, in the Except multiplayer the versions of their game, um, in, in the multiplayer versions of their game, big, they're, they're big fans of pay to win. Big fans of putting shit in there of a better gun that you can only buy. Real, real talk. That's a real thing that they do. They did not do it as much in Uncharted 4, which made me happy. They, they were, like, very purposeful about it. But there's still, like, weapons that are locked behind either you buy or you can grind a shit ton and buy the gameplay-specific chess with your in-game currency. But as some of you played a shit ton, I still didn't have anywhere close to the all the weapons because it takes a long time to unlock them. Like... For some weird reason, Naughty Dog does yeah. that shit, and people just let them get away with it. So I think if it's they because just release there's not that a lot of people free. that play it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's, but that's like the they make thing. money from it that. Was like that's what I'm saying. The big reason why everyone Battlefront who does 2 play it buys that five dollar weapon. <laughs> Battlefront Two was a very bad move, was because everybody was playing Battlefront Two. 
And then, yeah. and then the people that paid money to get like the pay to win stuff would smoke the people who didn't pay money. And then it became a huge issue. But it, like, if you have yeah. a game that does that and it's not, and then, like not a lot of people play it, not a lot of people are going to be upset. Yeah, but I that's why I'm saying I I think at least they'll still release it though, you know? No. Like they're they're going to make money off that. They're going to make a good bit of money. And it's still been in development like it's still I don't know. I have seen that It's really just that it's uh, really that just take taking, before and I think It's really odd. just taking like The Last of Us Part 2 and like forming it to a multiplayer thing. So it's not like that is specifically It's not like it's a ton of like resources that's going to take forever. You know what I mean? Like the last of us multiplayer, even just in the first one compared to the campaign, I doubt took as many resources to, to create. I'd put, I'd, I'd I'd say it right now that it's not coming out. Mm, mm, interesting take. Also because of the controversy. I'm not going to make a pizza bet right now. We need to, let's keep moving on the list. (laughs) Um, my number eight, I just moved around my list and i think this is my final list locked in right now my number eight is hades oh i, I forgot not, about hades i had it Shit. up higher and i moved it lower and i'm sorry um hades just came out of it came out at a bad time for me to really play it i was just playing some other stuff i own it and i've played it a good bit um but i i did not play it nearly as much as i would like but from what i played i was like this is fucking incredible and i can totally see why everybody loves it um, and the more I play it, I bet you I, I'm going to like it more and more because I do like uh, roguelites and stuff. And the way that they told that story too, the voice acting, fucking incredible. Like, I can totally see that that game is, is a 10, but I just did not play it enough for it to get higher on my list just on timing alone. You know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw an audible and knock. I thought you said it was Tsushima. locked in, huh? I, thought it was I didn't even in. have Hades on my list. I had a list. Mm-hmm. I like looked up games that came out in 2020. Maybe it was because it didn't and it didn't show up. I wonder if it because it was like an early access before. Maybe. Maybe because it had technically come out in like 2019 or whatever, yeah. but now it was official this year. So yeah, see you later, ghosts. Wow, damn. Hades Rest number 10. It's okay. I'll make up for it. I'll make up for you, <laughs> Sucker Punch. I got you. Uh, my number eight is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Nice. See, that's great because, oh man, I, I, at the end of this list, um, I will also mention all the games that I wish I had played that probably would be on my list. That's one of them. That will probably would have been on my list if I had played it, but I just didn't. So I, I have canceled my Ubisoft, you play, you play plus for just a little bit, um, because like I finished Immortals and then I was like, I just don't know if I can keep going with like open world games right now, even though I'm playing an MMO. Um, <laughs> but like open world, like check boxes, like here, do this uh-huh. meanie, like menial task to check this box. And but I think I played about half of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I'm I really like it. It's like the combat's really good. I like the the different style of a story where you have to like in- increase your like little town sort of, that was kind of like in, what was it brotherhood with, with uncle Mario? Uh, two. Was that two? Two. Um, like I like that. I really, it's Classic. almost like, uh, I like building a city and then it's like, Oh yeah, you can upgrade this too. and you can upgrade this and then I'm your city gets a better that. standing and that kind of shit. That's um, cool. so I like that aspect of it. The combat's interesting. The way you rank up is interesting. I don't like the way you get skills because you get skills by just 
finding them in the world by reading like a, a book like you find a what is it I forget what it's called but like that's how you get actual abilities and i'm like oh they've done a lot of weird different gameplay changes in yeah. how certain things work in that game that i've heard people either love or hate like the way that there is gear and how you more stick to one piece of gear and kind of yeah. upgrade it than getting a bunch of pieces i've heard from one person like oh i really like that because you feel like you're investing in your gear or another people be like i really hate that because i like getting new pieces of gear and i like shifting it out so they from what i've heard of valhalla they've done a bunch of different stuff that people either love or hate i guess it is preference it is a different studio than odyssey I yeah think, like the people the who did studio. odyssey did immortals yeah so like i like i like odyssey obviously i like odyssey better i think it's my favorite assassin's creed of all time um but this one's still a really close second also i have a big wolf that i can ride instead of a horse that's fucking still. awesome that's more just you so want, awesome um <laughs> but i haven't got into like the any of the mystical stuff yet and i kind of like that stuff more like i like that stuff in odyssey so yeah I think eventually I'll get back to it. Um, but yeah, for now, it's like my number eight. Nice. Nice. My number seven, which is like in hindsight, this is when it starts to get to like, fuck, I wish all of these gains from seven and up could be higher. But like, you know, and I just can't because that's how lists work. Um, number seven, I have Legends of Runeterra. I fucking love that game. It's so good. It's a free to play Riot's like League of Legends universe card game and I that came out at a perfect time in quarantine where I was doing like morning streams so I'd play like an hour of that every day I saw myself improve I got all the way I think I got into gold maybe I know that I got into silver but I like climbed the ranks you know I was up here being a professional esports player dog um, just like me. I got a Freljord and Demacia deck out here I got Fiora you fucking touch my Fiora, you're it's over. It's done, you know? <laughs> but no, it's it's great. It's so fun. It's so very like, I don't know why, because uh Hearthstone, when that came out years ago, I played a little bit of it and really did enjoy my time. So um, but I just fell off. And then when this came out, I was like, I really should I, I was just missing something somewhat strategical, just like a little bit of like kind of getting your brain working. So when this was coming out, I was like, I should get in this like when it launches because Hearthstone now has run away with a billion cards. So it's like I'm never fucking coming back to that because I'll never yeah. understand any of that. But this was a good way to jump in like when the game launches because there's just enough cards to be manageable for me to kind of understand what's going on. Um and then it was it it just worked out really perfectly there the the pacing how the games go is very unique and different from Hearthstone um and i just like the way that it kind of shifts where you have an attack round defense round it's really cool and uh the cards are very like Hearthstone's very basic but there is a lot of different stuff that you can do here like i have friends who play magic that have watched this and say that this is a lot more of the along the lines of magic than Hearthstone mm -hmm. of like you have different cards that can pull other cards to you. There's just a lot of different stuff that you can do. And the champions are really unique. Like, okay, so Fiora, what I was saying. Fiora is like, if you kill four enemies with Fiora, you win the game. The game's over. Like, there, there are certain cards that have win conditions like that. And I have a certain, call, I have a certain card called Unyielding Spirit, which is if 
you put it on a card and it says that the 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 card cannot take damage or die. That's it for the rest of the game. Fiora can't take damage or die. So like if I put the unyielding spirit on Fiora, I've had people surrender so many times. They're just like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm not doing this. But Fiora starts off really squishy, so you can kill her. And that's what most of the most people do. Like, I have a deck centered around that, but like it works 50% of the time, maybe, because people will just kill her, like, as soon as they see her. So it's like, you do have to, there is definitely a balance there, but it, there are fun, really, like, wild cards like that. It's really cool. I like that game. And it gets my never, brain thinking. I've never been a card. Never been a card. It's very, it's only card literally game very I play rare for me. I've solitaire. only done it twice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I don't know. I like, I like the, it's very good for my overthinking brain because a lot of the time, I'm sure that there are people who think on a much higher level. Like, is is they're they're seeing like uh, the what's pros. her face Beth in in Queen's Gambit, right? Yeah. They're seeing a billion the moves ahead. Yeah, they're they're like, if this person played this, that means that they probably have this in their deck and blah blah blah. Yeah. But for me, as somebody just on a very minor level, I can't fucking memorize all the fucking cards in existence or whatever. Yeah. So all it is for me is I play my round and then it's like. Okay, it is my turn. What can I do with what they have on the on the field and what I have on the field and what I have in my hand? What can I do right here in this turn that is the best outcome? And then stop. And then next turn is the same thing. It's just like one thing at a time. And it's very like helpful for me not to overthink. It helps me like kind of stay in the moment and keeps my brain working in a very like healthy kind of good way. I don't know. That's That was very helpful for me when uh, quarantine first started for like playing that for an hour in the morning. Super great. I downloaded it on my Kindle by like, because it's, you can't even do that by default. I like found a way to download the Google Play Store and then did that. Uh, so yeah, it's really good. I really enjoy that game. I do want to play it a little more regularly. I went back to it like a month ago and uh, they added a bunch of new cards, of course. And I was like, fuck, I don't know what's going on. But um, it is fun. It's very good. I need to get back to playing it more regularly. But that's my number seven, Legends of Runeterra. My number seven is Doom Eternal. Nice. That is that is another one that I would love to play, but I did not. Great game. I've never I've never finished it. It's on Game I've Pass like, PC. Yeah. Um, but I have I've restarted it like, I don't know, three or four times. Cause I always take a break and then I'm like, I don't really know the controls and I already have a lot of abilities. So I'm like, I'm just going to start at the beginning and I really like it. I just haven't like stuck with it. So I really want to finish it like sometime in the first half of the year. But yeah. I love doom eternal. I love, I love the, yeah. was it 2016 doom? Um, mm -hmm. the steps, like the changes that they made in this one, a little too, too much in the, uh, platforming aspect. And also because you feel like, cause like doom guy, is like this like tank and so it's very weird to be like zooming around as this zooming. like <laughs> he's like you, you you go through you have like your little chainsaw no not chainsaw little whip there definitely is a chainsaw there's a chainsaw but are you talking about the grapple the grappling hook yeah so yeah, you yeah. Can, there's just it's just it's movement like crazy chainsaw the fucking grapple <laughs> he's just cutting it's just like movement out. like so crazy yeah. like it is so different than playing like say destiny where in like destiny mm -hmm. content, really tough content. You, you stay back and you peek out and then you're like, you shoot, you like whittle them down. Icebreaker you do back that. In the day. 
Yeah, like you, you you're pretty <laughs> you much sit back there and pop up six little, times, go back in the cover. Little little bitch, just be like, <laughs> but not in Doom. Doom, you no. do not stand still. Like you can't stand still. You will die if you stand still. And so I like that change because I play a lot of Destiny. So I like the change of that. But I wanna, yeah. and I like the powers. I think he had like some cool guns and cool powers. I gotta play it again. But yeah, number seven. From what I've heard of that game, <clears throat> it is very like, it gets your mind, you enter the matrix where you're like, okay, chainsaw this dude, do this. Jo-. Yeah. Like, it's very, you get into a flow and that has scared me because I feel like I don't know if I can do that. But I it, don't know. It starts I, off very, very tame. That's the thing. Does it ease you into it? Because yeah. that, that would be good. Okay. I, I will say, as somebody who bought Doom 2016 on PS4, I never really played it a ton. Um, I ended. I remember playing the Doom like multiplayer beta on PC and on PS4, and then playing the game on PS4, but I had played the, the multiplayer beta on PC as well. That game, absolutely, as somebody who does not prefer shooters on mouse and keyboard, I was like, oh, God, like... There is something about the way that feels with a controller where it does not feel good to move the camera. Like it's, it feels in a weird, like stilted, like, like, you know, you can only go left, right, up, down. It's hard to go diagonal because like, I don't know. And I was surprised I didn't hear many people complaining about that. But for me, it did not feel very good. So now that I'm realizing though, Doom Eternal, I have on Game Pass PC, so maybe I'll just actually play. Maybe I'll actually play Mouse. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I wanna, I wanna shoot stuff and chainsaw, chainsaw stuff. Yeah, I might do that. (laughs) Nice. So my number six, which I just moved around here and and put lower. I had it at my number four before we started recording, and now I have it as my number six, Ghost Runner. Which speaking of going into the fucking matrix and getting into the zone like oh perfect segue uh fucking <laughs> like legit ghost runner i was actually going to mention that when i was talking about doom ghost runner is exactly that where like when you play that enough the the levels are a puzzle like ghost runner is such a cool unique like weird first person puzzle game like yeah. it is very much like super hot but in reverse, where you have to be fast <laughs> instead of slow. Like, it's so cool, man. A- to anyone who has not played Ghost Runner, if you have it on PC, because I hear it controls very odd on, on controller. Um, I did it on mouse and keyboard, and it feels great. Fucking play Ghost Runner. That game is awesome. Like, one of, I would say that's the most underrated game of this year that I have on this list. And I have a lot of weird games that not everyone played. Um, like, Ghost Runner is so good. And it's about... It took me about 14 hours maybe to beat it, but it's super difficult, but like you die a bunch, but then when you finally fucking get it, you're like, okay, I gotta go here, jump. Wall, wall wall run jump to this one this one grapple like you you have to be it's very um celeste as well where you are like pixel perfect oh, and like memory. oh yeah. oh it's so good ghost run is awesome and the music is like fucking jamming the whole time and you're this <laughs> dope like cyberpunk ninja oh see ghost runner is one of like the most complete single player experiences that i played this year that i was like that was just great like top to bottom 14 hours awesome um, so I am bummed that that couldn't be a little bit higher, but I did want to give some of the other games here a little more recognition, but that's my number six. 
My number six is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It's another one <laughs> that I just didn't play. Really? For one, that, yeah. I think. No, I mean, I never played a, the first Ori either. There was nothing. There was nothing out at that time. It, yeah. it came out at the perfect time. It was at the, the beginning of March, I think, before yeah. Animal Crossing and all those other games. So it was like there was not a lot. So I just like binge played that, and yeah, I heard like, it's really good, man. It's really good. You don't really think that it could it could top like even the emotional uh, responses that you'd get from the first one because that was so so emotionally like you think like oh it's just this little white little I don't know what it is what is Ori <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know why fox. but for some weird reason is. I thought you were gonna be like this little white piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just gonna start trash talking yeah. Ori for and some then like reason. then you have like the weird. <laughs> Well, there's like the bear guy who like dies at the beginning. Spoilers. It's that that game is old. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like they, it nails all of the emotional stuff and what they do with the mechanics, like how they change combat. I think I like so much more than yeah than one. That's what I um, is the combat is like the big combat's so much better. I I like that. They have auto save instead of like you putting your save anywhere. Like that was a really nice point. Um, I wouldn't mind going back and like just playing it again and like hundred percenting it because it was really fun. And I loved Man. like that platform, those puzzle platformers where it's not just a platformer, but you have to like I still remember in Ori One when you have when it's like the ice area and you're like stuck to the roof and then you have to like jump down and do all. I just love that shit love it yeah um and from what i heard the original ori had a lot of um like when or not the original ori and the will of the wisp when it came out this year had a lot of like tech problems which yeah. are now apparently solved so it's uh it's even better now you know like you can play it without good old games they always get better like yeah yeah um that's one of the many games that is on like i've owned ori in the blind forest since it came out, just never haven't done it. You haven't even this played Ori in the fun. Blind Forest? No, no. I mean, that's why I didn't do Will of the Wisp because I was like, well, I want to play the first one first, and I haven't done that yet. So that game's like are. ten years old. No, they're they're not long. No, it's not. Oh my god, it's not oh, that no. old. I thought it was like twenty, maybe twenty thirteen. It's like ten years old. Uh, twenty fifteen. Okay, twenty fifteen. <laughs> feels older than that. It feels no, older. It's not that old. Um, nah, it's one of my many games that I that I own, just haven't. Um, my my number five though, a game that I did play, a game that I played a good amount of. It's a game called Rogue Company. That's the alarm. That's so, okay. Well, we're gonna speed through. Speed through. These, but Rogue Company, dog. Fucking. As somebody who grew up, one of my first like video game obsessions was Call of Duty, good old Call of Duty Black Ops multiplayer, right? Like I was in there, I wanted to do game battles with my friends. Did I ever? No, because it was too much of a commitment, but I wanted to. And then, <laughs> um, and then I eventually started playing like League. So I always do have a weird competitive like side of me that I that comes out every every now and then where I do want to play something really competitive. Um, and Rogue Company is exactly like it is the Counter-Strike Valorant like search and destroy like game mode, but it is a third person shooter too, which as somebody who has played a ton of weirdly for some weird reason, I really enjoy the uncharted multiplayer. It's like and 
I just like third person shooters. Like I don't <laughs> I don't know why I like third person shooters. So and other than Gears, Gears is like the only third person arena standard like TDM kind of shooter, right? Like yeah. Fortnite is the third person shooter these days. And like I don't I'm not playing Fortnite. That's a whole another fucking thing. So like Rogue Company came out and it is and I played a lot of Overwatch. Like it is a mix of Overwatch, Valorant, which I played earlier this year too. Um like Uncharted uh and Call of Duty. And the Call of Duty comes from how the game feels. Like it feels arcadey and like snappy and there are so there are it is a hero shooter too right so there is overwatch aspects of like each character has its own abilities and but they're not like too crazy it's not overwatch where it's like people are flying around and shit um but like the each character does have its own abilities but like the character that i play mostly is ronin and she has a throwing knife that you throw and explodes or you can throw it it'll stick to a wall and it's like a trap um but if it hits somebody, it explodes. So it is very much a, like, it's like back in the day when people used to play Call of Duty and they were trying to YY, ladder stall, no scope, 360, <laughs> fucking wall bang, just, you know? This shit is just but, over my head. I know a 360 uh, no scope, but that's about it. It's, uh, it's what people JRPG used to do. Ass. When they used to go out and, like, try and get these wild plays, right? To be like, oh, my God, did you see that? And, like... This game is very competitive and whatnot, but it does actually set itself up for cool, like, moments that are rare, where, like, oh, my God, I did just hit a throwing knife throw that got three people randomly because two of them were walking in. Like, it does set itself up for cool moments like that. You can get, like, three, like, phantom sniper headshots in a row, but it's hard to do. Like, it's great. It's so good. They, um, it came out in like early access earlier this year. It's on everything. It's 60 FPS on everything. It's free on everything. It's great. Big fan of that game. Whenever I do want to play something competitive, I will load into Rogue Company. It's like just perfectly made for me. It's a very Teddy game. That's my number five. My number five is definitely not Rogue Company. <laughs> my number five is another game that came out in March. <laughs> a little game called Animal Crossing New Horizons. Nice. I want to get back to it. <laughs> I want to get back to a lot of games. <laughs> um, but this this game, when I get back to it, part of me really wants to just drop a nuke on my island and start fresh. Wow, Jesus. You don't have to kill all your villagers, man. God. Well, no. Well, they probably already moved out. That's the thing. <laughs> I did not understand until like I took a couple months off and then went back. You feel so fucking guilty. It's why I didn't. It is man, so everyone weird. Everyone was like, "Why don't you want to play it?" And I was like, "I mean, I don't want to leave and come back months later and then be mad at me." But still, like it was, it was some of the most fun in those first like couple months. Just like yeah. even like we had a party and like we went to like Pierre's Island, I think, and then like Jonah, Jace, Future. We were all just like hanging out. We like swapped uh, different uh, fruits, and nice. it's it's a really really cool game, and it's it's really cool, especially if you keep up with it. But yeah, I don't think I like. Obviously, I didn't keep up with it, and so I go if I log in now, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh hey, <laughs> where, where the you? fuck have you been? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you abandon <laughs> this, us? This this guy moved out last month, and I'm on my way out too. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> no." Um, I definitely don't want to do that. 
And it sucks because some of the fish and like some of the things that you got, I'll have to do again. But I don't know. I feel like New Year, it'd be cool just to do a new fresh island. I also don't new like... New Year, New You, you know? I don't like the whole day to day thing where you have to wait a day. It's like, let me have that in the game. Stardew Valley. No, but I don't like, I don't like the aesthetic of Stardew Valley for, for, for that type of game. Like I like that type of aesthetic, that 16 bit aesthetic for a uh, JRPG, not for, not for a farming game. Cause it's, but, but, but why? I mean, I guess you don't have to have a reason. I'm just, no, but like, yeah, I don't like it for a farming game. But I like it for, uh, like, you're exploring right. an actual, like, <laughs> world in a JRPG. All right. <laughs> I guess I can. Um, but <laughs> no, like, like, I, like, I want, like, it's fine to have it in Animal Crossing. But then, like, I don't know, maybe after you've gotten, like, a three-star island, you can, like, pay to, I guess, you no, you can't pay to expedite the process. You got to just become a time-traveling cheater, man. But then, it, like, that's, it's, you can't even time travel, like, in-game. You have to, like, okay, I'm going to close out yep. of the game. Turn my, turn the clock up. Okay, People open the game People are wild again. with Animal Crossing. And it's just, like, they do put it. it in the game so that, like, it costs a million dollars to Brother, if there's expedite. one thing that Animal Crossing sadly doesn't do, it's convenience. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the reasons why That's why it's I, only uh, five. Like, five is not know, that I'm high. Doing. Yeah. It's halfway, middle of the road. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, it's it's not on my list. I did play a little bit of it, but I didn't really fall into it just for exactly the reasons why I thought I wouldn't. And but everyone was like, "You gotta try it," so I did it. But it's exact. I, I don't know. I just have a weird. I my OCD can't handle the real time clock system because I feel like if I'm not there the whole time, <laughs> and then pe- I'm gonna come back, people are gonna be mad at me. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna have missed something. I'm gonna like. I'm going to feel like I need to check in every day and I don't want a game putting that pressure on me. <laughs> and I know that it's not technically, I don't have to check in every day, but I'm going to want to cause, and I know that. <laughs> so, and I did, and then I started stressing out. It was the whole thing, but also it's that plus the, um, the, the convenience thing that I was talking about. Like, Every time you go over to a, to a dude, you gotta like wait for the lines, and I know it's like nothing. Yeah. It's it's very minimal, but like there's just a lot of little stuff like that in the game where it's yeah. like, okay, now I get it. Let's just, I, it's not, it's like a weird sort of focus on presentation when I just so that's like all Nintendo games too. Yeah, yeah, I like, I asked about that too when that came out. I was like, is this like Pokemon? Because that Pokemon does that too. And yeah. if Pokemon was more, didn't do that as much, and it was more like just the gameplay and kind of let you free more, I would be way more into it, but it doesn't. You have to go talk to this dude. You got to sit through this whole fucking thing. The story I don't care about. Like I, and it's not even that and Animal Pokemon Crossing because apparently does like that Pokemon. Too. There's not even like uh, a good, like it doesn't tell you where to go. So if you don't even like, yeah. if you're just, okay, I just want to get to the next area. So you're not even reading the dialogue and you're just like, okay, go, 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 go. Then when you pull up the map, it doesn't tell you where to go. And then you're like, oh shit, yeah. where was I supposed to go? <laughs> But like listening but yeah. to all of that dialogue, so much of it yeah. is completely unnecessary and like yeah. a weird, like the, you know, they'll they'll say weird words. It's like, oh, kablamo, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like literally Animal Crossing does that. Like when some of the villagers call you yeah. like spunk or whatever the fuck, and they can it's get like, them to call you whatever you want. <laughs> it's weird, but that's just a personal thing. But I get why everybody loved it. 
I wish that I did because I like farming kind of cute, adorable games like that. But yeah. You know what else is pretty cute? What? My number four, Genshin Impact. We got Yo, a lot of waifus in there. Let's go. Is that your four as well? That's my four as well. Oh, wow. Hell so yeah. now we, Hell uh, yeah. we can go faster on this one. <laughs> yeah, Genshin Impact, fantastic game. I had it lower. I had Ghost Runner up here instead. I think I swapped Ghost Runner and Genshin because I wanted I wanted it to be higher. I just downloaded the, the update. The more I think, yeah, I I honestly haven't played in about two months. I haven't two played or three I haven't months. played beyond or since Beyond Light. There's, a, there's apparently a whole new region, yeah. which is wild. Like, um, there's apparently been events that people have really liked. I really did enjoy that game, and the more I played it, the more I kept was I, I kept being amazed at like. This is really good. <laughs> like every time I loaded it up and played it, like not only the presentation, like visuals, but the music and the fucking combat and like the the characters that are in that game and the amount of shit that there is in there and like it's very good for a, an MMO kind of fan for like me, even though it's not an MMO, it is basically just single player open world RPG. Yeah. But like there's certain things where it's like, oh, do you want to ascend your character? You got to go get this item. But guess what? You can get this item at this place, and it'll tell you in the game. Like, you go over here, and then it's it like, on but only on these Thursday. days. Only on Tuesday. And then I'm like, I love that shit. It's like, I, love <laughs> I shouldn't, the, but the, I do. It's I love all of that. I hate the restrictions and the gotcha. Apparently they've gotten a little better on that. I don't well, know how see. much, but from what I've I still heard, hate the gotcha. Better. Like, like I would like it. You can have the gotcha in the game, yeah. but as then have have an alternate way of getting because you could like be fucked over and never get a character that you really really want. And like that's what I don't like about it. Like that's I got fair. lucky, and that's totally it's, like, understandable. Maybe save up enough primo gems, like a ton of primo gems that you can so, actually. Like, buy a specific... I think actually you can buy some characters. Sometimes they have them in Maybe. the store. Yeah. But like, there's just, there's That's so fair. many characters. I just kind of grew to accept that. I was just like, this is what it is. I'm playing it and enjoying the characters that I have. And if I, it, I just kind of treated it as like, if I get more characters in the future, cool. <laughs> if not, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> you know, I'll keep playing with what I have and upgrading what I have. Um, but it's yeah, that, I totally I guess it's that. that FOMO. Like you see a streamer, yeah. you see somebody and they're like, they have this character and look at what he can do. And you're like, holy shit, that's so cool. But yeah. like, there's a possibility I could never get that character yeah. for a long yeah. fucking time. And like yeah. that really put a sour taste in my it's mouth a after a while. And so, yeah. I don't know. I want to get back to it. I want to play it a little bit more casually. Not oh as yeah. Like I mean, that's what I, was I did doing. before. It's fun, man. I will say the reason, one of the reasons why I wanted to have it this high on the list is because like when I was playing, I was like, this is absolutely a game of the year candidate. Like just as a video game, it is very, very good. And I feel like Polished people. Polished to the nines. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, every no time I was like, game. yeah, <laughs> every time I was like, this has no reason being this polished. Like, why does this, why? It kept confusing me. <laughs> and it, the more. I saw that, and the more I was saying that, the more confused I was about, like, why more people weren't talking about it. Like, it was just the fucking Destiny crowd, and, like, 
I, I just, it was such a bummer because it's it's just a single player RPG. Like, it was such a weird, like, why aren't more people playing this who like single player open world RPGs? Like, I feel like they would really yeah. like it. Um, but people just weren't. It, it's, a, it's a weird thing. It, because of the gotcha and kind of MMO aspects, but it being a single player RPG, it's like only certain players, only certain type of players played it, but like, I feel like a ton of other people would really like it. Like a Chinese Zelda game with RPG aspects. Yeah. But, and then uh, if you like Zelda, you're going to like this, like no matter what, Yeah, because it's more colorful than Zelda. There's more abilities, more things than Zelda, but it like feels like Zelda, especially with climbing. Like it just, so if you like breath of the wild, you're probably going to like Genshin impact. And then you're going to like it even not well, like you'll like it for more for different reasons as well, because there's like an actual story there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's what like, I feel like a lot of people didn't talk about is that there is absolutely a story. (laughs) Like there's a whole like narrative. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I'm excited to to see that that game in 2021 where it can go. Because like, if you think about it, it's been out for two months, no, three months. September came out in no no October. I think so. October. October. Hold on. It was like at the beginning because I played it. For I a think month. I played it. I played it when I was here. I don't think I played it back where I was living in Nashville. So September twenty eighth. So yeah, it's so like yeah. the end of September. So it's been yeah. out for roughly three months, and roughly three months they've uh, like added a new area. They have so plans like, on adding more regions too. So that's the thing. Is like I'm I'm really excited to see that going forward because when you think about it. You know what? Maybe I'll just say fuck it and make another account and just start fresh and see what that's like. Because then there's no like real restrictions, like story wise. Because I bottomed yeah. out at the story for a while, like in the later stages. But now because like there's a new area, there's more stuff to do. It'd be interesting to see like all the stuff you can do at once. Yeah. See, I I never got to the. Um, cause there was a point that everyone talked about where you're gonna hit, where you're gonna have to level before you can really do more story content. And I just never got there. I knew that I was going to eventually, but I, I was never there. So it's like, I had if wall. I go back now and it's even better about that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, yeah, I have that as number four, uh, here. Since that was also your number four, I will go to my number three. Oh man. Oh shit. Now we're getting into, okay. Well, we're an hour and a half into this. We're not going to go longer than two hours. No. Number three is The Last of Us Part 2. But now we're getting to games where I actually do want to talk more about them. Like, Last of Us Part 2 is number three for me. What Do you have that on your list? I have it on my list. Okay. Is it not your number three? No. Ooh, okay. That means it's higher, Chad. It's either his number two or... Oh, it's it's his number two because I know his number one. (laughs) Oh, shit. My number one's been number number one since Oh, I bet I can guess your number three. Oh, okay. I I bet... (laughs) I'm not going to throw them out, but if I'm correct, I will let the viewers know. My number three, though, is The Last of Us Part Two, And I feel so bad having it as number three. <laughs> because this is where, like, looking at this game... Uh, no, I'll tell that list once. Once I have all of my top three said, I will tell you guys how I would reorder them in, like, a, a critical sense. Because for some weird reason, I, I would. I don't know. But number three, Last of Us Part Two, like... I, I think that game is absolutely, like, a fucking masterpiece, technically. Like, I think the gameplay in there is incredible. The only reason why it is not higher for me, and the only reason why it's not my number one, is just, like, 
with the story, I'm not gonna go spoilers, but like with the story, there they were very clearly trying to do something that, in my opinion, I think was really risky with the narrative. I, I think the way that they told it and their their goal, right? Like the the goal behind their narrative, I think was really risky. And I think it paid off for a lot of people, which is why for a lot of people it's gonna be their game of the year. But for me personally, it just didn't work exactly how I feel like they wanted it to. And that's me assuming what they wanted, right? But it's, I feel like they wanted me to have a certain reaction and I didn't, but I almost did. And I was very close to it, but it just didn't, I, I, I had a too strong a feeling another way for me to fully get into that story and fully have the outcome that I feel like the developer wanted. So it's like, I just don't think that game exactly worked the way that they wanted it to for me, but it did with a lot of people. Um, and that's not me. to say it, it hit me yeah. like weeks after I played the game and just like thinking about it, yep. reflecting about it because when I played it and I think, I think that's probably partly my fault because yeah, I like binged it in a vacuum and I was just like, I'm just going to play this game as fast as I can and I'm just going to do I it. And, and like, I, I don't know if maybe that was the, the right way to do it. Cause I didn't, maybe, maybe I didn't get to I like sit so. and simmer with some of the things that were going on in the game. And so I would just like fly through. Um, but then like thinking about it and I think I was also watching a streamer play it like after I finished it. So I got to see it almost twice. Yeah. And then I started to kind of like understand and start to like process things. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I kind of, I'm understanding it a little bit better and I'm not knee jerk reacting. Cause I think like I had knee jerk reactions when I was playing. Yeah. And it put me in a position where I was like, no, I hate, I hate, uh, Abby. I'm like, Oh, she's terrible. And then, then like you watch it again and you, and you watch it from like a different angle and you're like, uh, well, I kind I kind of understand, and, and it's just like it just over time, yeah. You just think about it differently, and I think that's yeah. kind of how it affected me. I will say yeah. the gameplay is the best of of Naughty Dogs. I guess I'll kind of talk about it because yeah, it's my number, it's my number two. Um, but like yeah, it's the best of Naughty Dogs gameplay. Not still, there were still some issues. I, I guess it's just controller like me shooting with controller, not a huge fan, but, um, there were parts and I've like, I, I chopped up a couple of my gameplay segments. There were parts in that game in the combat where like, it just felt so raw and real where like you would, you would be shooting and then like, I don't your gun wouldn't jam, but you'd be out and then you'd have to switch to something else. And you'd have to walk or like you'd have to, and it just felt it didn't feel yeah. like video gamey where you'd see your character like move to a corner and then it looked so out of character. Like if you would run, but like how Ellie would, she'd like fall down, get up and run to another place and then like lie down and go prone and do stuff like this. It just felt really real and raw. Like it felt almost like a cutscene, Like you were just watching it. Yeah. I really like that about it. Yeah. No, I mean like the, the gameplay and what they managed to accomplish, like, it, it's hard to even start talking about because it's just, it's so good. Like, yeah. it's a fucking fantastic video game. I just, like, the first game, I think The Last of Us is, is a perfect video game. Like, is as close to a perfect video game as you can get. Still the first like Last of Us. Though. 
Oh my god. But <laughs> like I I just think that with this game they were very clearly trying to do something a little more risky and it just, you know, it's not going to be as universally like no, this is fantastic. Like I think you're going to have different rea reactions like different people like I'm I am very much in the middle ground where like I can totally see people hating this game because of the story choices. And I can totally see people loving this game because of the story. I can choices. see people like, hating it, but those people are wrong. <laughs> like, I, I can totally understand it. I, I can't understand death threats and and hating no, it I to can't such understand. a visceral disagree like degree where that shit would be any sort of acceptable in someone's The same brain, people, but like who who hate Last of Us Two are the same people who hate the Last Jedi, and they're just all whiny babies because <laughs> they don't understand how fucking stories work. They don't understand how character development works. They have a picture of a character and they put them on a fucking pedestal and then nothing should change with that character. That character should be perfect. That character shouldn't be human. That character shouldn't be flawed. And that's, that's what happens. And as soon as somebody with enough brains changes that character, they're like, oh my God, why would you do that? Oh, that's not my Luca. It's just like, oh my God, just grow up. Just stop I talking. I don't think that's stop necessarily talking. what happened with this game. I, the, uh, the, when I lot. say that I view, I can see why people hated this game, that's not what I'm seeing. <laughs> that's not what I'm understanding. I, I can understand why somebody's reaction to certain choices would be so extreme that they just wouldn't end up having the desired outcome of the storyteller, right? Like, by the end of this game, you're supposed to feel a certain way, at least I think. And I could totally see somebody having such an extreme reaction to some of the choices that they absolutely just don't feel that way at the end of the game. And it just doesn't work. Like, as somebody who almost didn't, like, I was so mad that I almost didn't get to where they wanted me to get to. And I could see somebody not getting there. Like, totally understandable. Because I, I don't know. Not, I was, just, I was I very know, angry for, at a certain character. I just wasn't, I guess I, this the thing. is like, it's not my story. I'm not telling a sure, story. Sure, but like, I was so, I'm not angry at their story choices, but I'm angry at, or at that story choice, the early story choice that we're doing. I love about. that story We're choice. doing this so spoiler. Um, I, I, I do too. I'm fine with that. And, but like, I was so angry at a certain character for doing it. Like, it's not like I was mad at Naughty Dog, but like them making me do a certain thing with that character. Um, I was definitely, I didn't want to do that. Of course I didn't want to do that. I hated that fucking character. So like, I could I love, totally, but, but. That's the thing. It's like, that's what I loved get about you it. To, that's yeah, what I, but like you, that's not like, going to okay, work for everybody though. It's a, it's a spoiler, you know? but it's not really a spoiler that you play as Abby. <laughs> everybody knows this. At this, this point. is this. I would is, still try to keep it vague, but it's almost point, been a year since the game's out. Everybody who loves Naughty Dog, who loves video games, has probably played this game, or who has any care of it. I'm not going to spoil big things, but it's like, yeah, the one thing is like, oh yeah, you play the game as Abby, and there were parts where it's like, I don't want to do this, and it's like, I don't like this character, and I think that was the point. It's like you, yeah, you coming it from from the point of disgust playing this character. You've never have you ever really done that in a video game? where you play a character that you actually like don't like that you actually hate. And it's like, yeah. that was really cool. And then seeing it from her side, it's, 
it was just something new and yeah it took, it's incredibly it impressive and, and ballsy like yeah. that is a risky choice that's what i'm talking about that is a risky choice they wanted and what i keep saying when i say they wanted you they wanted you to by the end of that game empathize with her and in a way be on her side in a way like that character right they wanted to take you from a point of hatred to at least slightly liking that character and I can totally understand you hating that fucking character so much that by the end, it just it doesn't work. Like, I think it worked with me, but just barely. I think there's a certain point in this game that you're supposed to like Abby. And from what I've listened, my glasses are crooked. Why are my glasses crooked? Anyway, um, <laughs> when from the interviews and shit that I've heard from a lot of people, there is a certain turning point. I mean, I can say it without being relatively with still being somewhat vague. The turning point for a lot of people is when the the heights moment where she's scared of heights, right? Oh yeah. That from what I hear that's where when a lot of people were like, "You know what? I like Abby. Like I'm I'm into this." That that was not it for me. Like I only was like, "You know what? Okay." At the fucking end. Like it took me a long time to get to fucking be on her side in a way. And that was only because Ellie kept making stupid fucking choices. You know what I mean? Like, but that's the thing. That's another. When I at the end of the game, I was kind of like, you know what? Everybody sucks. And yeah, that's and my, that's the point. And that's my yeah. like takeaway. And it was yeah. like that's that's when I started to think about like, you know what? Abby's not terrible because everybody sucks. They all have yeah. a different yeah. uh, version of suck. That they're all just not terrible people, but they they're all. It's like they're all Thanos. They're all a hero in their own mind, with and then, yeah. but they're a villain in the real world. And it's yeah. just, that's kind of, yeah. Like, even with Ellie, like, Ellie's done some shit, and I'm just like, fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. I I think we did a bad job <laughs> staying away from spoilers. Um, if you haven't played this game, I'm sorry, but who cares? I mean, I seriously, there's a though. lot of people. Somebody in the chat last uh, in the comments last week was like uh, Mass Effect spoiler at this time. A time, so like, oh yeah, and Darth Vader is Luke's father. <laughs> yeah, Aragorn is the heir to the throne. Um, Ray okay, is so. a Palpatine. <laughs> Gross. Okay, actually, number never mind. Two. Who's Ray? Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> okay, my number two is Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. I can't believe I'm saying this. My number two. Me, me, me neither. I don't know why it's that high. <laughs> God damn it. It was my number one until oh, we started worse. this podcast earlier. Um, no, the game's incredible. I, like, that game is so good, like, on every aspect. I'm a huge fan of Sucker Punch, so, like, I knew I was already going to like it. Um... I wish I had spent more time on that. I wish I had a working capture card because honestly, after I finish Immortals, I would go to that. But like, I don't. So I don't know <laughs> when I'm going to play anything on my consoles anymore. Um, but yeah, that, that game is so good. And literally, the multiplayer, the Ghost of Tsushima Legends, is the, the best and my favorite multiplayer experience that I've played this year. It's very good and does not get enough credit. And it's fucking like... I, I don't know the. I can't believe how they drop that shit where they're just like, "Oh, by the way, here." <laughs> it's wild. Um, and as somebody who I really like horde mode type stuff, the survival in that is awesome. Like, oh, 
I really wish I had played more of that, but I have played a good bit of Legends. Like, I probably played more of Legends than the single player, I think. I don't know. Probably. Um, my point. And I really... The story sucks. But it, but it doesn't... That doesn't yep. mean yep, anything. It, does. it doesn't mean it anything. Does. God. Like we said, Hades earlier, that game was a fucking 10 out of 10. It just came out at a bad time. It doesn't mean anything. Anyways, no, but I mean, like you said, uh, that, like you played more of Legends than you played of the but actual that's, story, which you means said that, that earlier the actual this story year. is not... But it doesn't. doesn't get the hooks Legends, in you. But I'm choosing Legends because it's exactly. a different fucking thing. But it's, it's a different thing. That it's would better. be like me saying, you can't say that like Destiny is better than The Last of Us Part 2 because I'm choosing to play Destiny no, over Last of Us Part 2. It's, it's, like it's like saying I would choose Destiny PvE over Destiny PvP. But those you're are choosing, still different things. But both of these things are PvE. But the thing is, you're choosing one over the other, which means the other one is not as good as the one that you're choosing. No, no, that's not what that means, dude. Especially in video games. Like, in video I games, a lot PvE. of the times I want to play... PvP sucks in Destiny, especially. <laughs> a lot of the times in video games, I want to... I mean, like I was saying, Rogue Company. Like, sometimes I want to play something competitive. So I will just load into that. That doesn't mean that the single-player game that I'm playing at the moment is bad or worse than Rogue Company. <laughs> I just want to play game, something competitive or I want to play something with a friend. If the story was compelling enough, it would get you to play it. But, like, that's so rare. Exactly. <laughs> like, that literally only happened with one game this year, which is my number one. Like, I, don't I don't know a lot of people that have finished that game. Game won the game game awards like gamers choice game yeah, of the year. Just saying, it's only it because has one of the highest user review. It has one of the highest user reviews of all time. On I don't Metacritic. care about the user it's reviews. A very good video user game. User reviews. It's a very very good video game. You oh. are in the minority on this. You have no, to. Because nobody it. talks about it. They played it. It was in the, it fucking won the gamer's choice. I don't care about the gamer's <laughs> choice. The gamer's choice was rigged because everybody hates <laughs> The Last of Us. You know that's a, a that you know game. that's right. No. Yes, it is. It won because oh, people like ghosts. No. They no. played a lot of ghosts. No. Again, one of the highest user reviews, which yes. means that more people would vote for user it. User reviews are bullshit. We've seen like uh what is it bomb ratings like all the time on games yes ghost did not do that though that's a good thing that's that's an even more reason as to why those no you can't that's why you can't trust 36 hours user scores i don't trust i don't trust uh that ghost uh, was the first game where they implemented that you can't even put in a score until 36 hours after fuck 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 all scores no, because it's, it's still... Fuck video games. <laughs> no, you can talk about a video game. You can talk about it and say what you liked and what you didn't like. But then to put a score on it's like, I don't give a shit about like, oh, this is the highest Metacritic and um, I don't care. I don't want like, oh, this is 0.5% better because this many people did. No, scores are bullshit. All scores. Like that's, that's the thing is like you'll open an IGN score, scroll to the bottom and get the get the number instead of actually reading the reading or listening what the person liked about it. And that again. Sure, but like that's a that's, different thing. That's a that's not no. what we're talking about. That's why get rid of all scores. Get rid of them all. That's not what we're talking about though. What get I'm saying is that a lot of people reviewed it in a user sense saying like the majority of gamers who did review it Gave it a higher review than other games that they have and reviewed. The gamers like that's that just didn't like fucking... it had better things to do and didn't <laughs> review the game, like me. 
My dog wants to play. She just brought me a ball. Hello. There's not a ton of people that I know that have played the game. And I'm sorry, that, that says a lot to me. It's anecdotal evidence. That says nothing. You just, <laughs> that's like that's saying, still, that's still I went numbers, to this... technically. It's still technically sure, numbers. Sure, but that's, not, that's, that's, that's literally like if no. you're talking about politics and you're choosing anecdotal evidence over empirical evidence. That's literally what that is. <laughs> like, I'm saying. I gave, <laughs> I'm you just game, saying. I gave you a game on like how many people of my friends are playing the game. And I'm like, oh, that it's must a be a good way to fucking gauge a game. game. No, that's not. Yes, it is. Why? Because it's anecdotal evidence. There's one I don't thing care. over saying. The thing saying is, is like, I don't care what somebody of bad taste can can, can can uh, review the game very high. How is that? How is that correct then? How do you know that they have bad taste? Exactly. So this is not anecdotal because when I when I look at the people that I'm talking about and I say that all of these people are playing the game and like the game. Then it's not anecdotal because then I think I know what their tastes and are like. Sure. But when you have a whole bunch of fucking strangers that could like all hate the Last Jedi and they all review Ghost of Tsushima really well, like that shit is still not that qual. Like they're not qualified. <laughs> that's that's fair enough. I'm just saying you're in the minority, as no. in. A I'm lot not. of people. I'm in my own. I'm in my like own this majority. Video game. I'm in my own majority. <laughs> sure, that's sure. <laughs> that name that me works. ten people who have played the game that you know. That's not how it works, Dude, dog. That's what I'm people, saying. Name me ten people. I can't name that, you ten no, name people, people, people that have played my number one. Destiny two. That's because I know a lot of people that play Destiny two because it's a fucking multiplayer game. It's a good game. Your logic a good is game. Because it's a good game. The multiplayer game. <laughs> Anyways. That's my number two. It's very good. Legends is seriously super fucking good. I only played the first part of chapter one of the raid because then Beyond Light came out and all my friends who I was playing the raid with left. Better Actually, game. not really. Literally just one of them. But we needed four people. I was playing with Andrew, Keith, and Eric, and Eric left, so we didn't game. really have enough people. Actually, actually, to be fair... I was playing with Andrew, Tayson, and Keith, and none of them were doing it. I just left <laughs> and played Beyond Light, and I didn't have time to continue. <laughs> Legends is very good. Play Legends. Nobody's gonna, I need nobody's to gonna play go Legends in 2021. Calling it right now. I hate you so much. That's my number two. It's very good. It's a very good video game. I, I really do want to go back to it. When I'll talk about my number one, and then you'll talk about your number one, and I'll talk okay. about my number three because I think my number three. Wait, and I was your gonna say yeah, are the same. Have you done your number three yet? No, because it's your number one. Oh, did I just skip over you though? Because yeah, I did but my that's number the thing. Three, it's like last it's us, better and then to. I thought you did I'll yours. talk about my number one, and then you talk about your number one, which is also my number three. Oh, I'm sorry though. I didn't mean to skip you. No, 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 because I, I think we we blended on. Last of Us? We blended on uh, Genshin. Genshin. And then, and then I did kind of like Last of Us. Kind of got muddy. I did Last of Us and then I meant to go to you for your three. I guess I just skipped it. I'm so sorry. But no, it's better It's better to, we'll talk about our, my okay. number one and then your number one, which is also my number three. Okay. I like that. Okay. So, okay. My number one, obviously, I've been saying this since <laughs> April, is Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it's just. That's what I know, figured. It's the best That's game of the year. It's. <laughs> It it uh it split the community at the end because they did they did a couple of changes that are like people are like oh god I don't know what they're gonna do because this means something totally different now 
And so if you've played all the games, like you've played Crisis Core and all those games, you're kind of just like, what is going on? I, for one, love that. Because I don't want a one-to-one retelling in HD. I don't understand that. Because it's like, you can just play Final Fantasy VII on any other console and get the game. And get the same emotions, get the same everything. So why not just like, you know, change stuff up? Change. I don't know. I'm not gonna say what changes, but like change some things. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm on I'm I'm on the roller coaster. I'm ready to ride. I'm not gonna <laughs> be like, oh, I don't like this decision. Because one, again, it's not my story to tell. They're telling the story. I'm just on it for the ride. I know it's gonna be good um combat-wise, because fucking seven was great. Uh yeah, I want to replay it, but I po- also kind of want to play it on PC, so I might wait until the PC port. But I'm surprised that's not out. I keep forgetting that that's literally I think it was like a year apart. Man. So it'll probably be April. But that game just so good. The nostalgia, the nostalgia hits, but like I knew people that have that was like their first Final Fantasy and it still hit them just as much. But I just love that game. My first my first JRPG of all time, the very first <laughs> one that I played, and now I get to play it how many years later, and it's just, like, so good. So it good. is really cool to see everybody react who had a connection to the original earlier this year that was very wholesome and made me happy. I never I played wait. it. I can't wait original. until part two. Yeah. Play, play Elise Remake. I own play it. Play it before... So. Play it before June. Will I? <laughs> How long is yeah. it? Isn't it like, um, isn't it? You play it on like normal. It's probably about like 25 hours, 30 hours. It's not too bad. It's a short JRPG. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. I don't know. I might. It says main you know? story on how long to beat. It says 34 hours. Yeah. You're all talking about like, oh, I'm going to play 15. It's like, throw that thing in the garbage. Well, I wouldn't. I do still want to do that someday, but not before this. I would definitely do remake before. That's the plan. You do remake before. You're really going to. It's going to sour your your, the combat. (laughs) It's probably going to make 15 a lot worse. uh, Yeah. I just maybe watch a playthrough of 15. But no, I want to play the combat. That's what I want to do. But that's the thing, you're, you're going to play the better combat in, in 7 yeah. Remake. Yeah, that's fair. I'll get to it. There, like, I'll, I'll mention all the games that probably will have been on my top list if I had played them. But for now, I'll mention my number one. And which then, is uh, my number three. Will, which is his number three. What was your two? Your two was Last of Us, right? Last yeah. of Us. Oh, maybe that's why. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe I didn't skip you. I don't no, know. I we think were, I did. No, I said. Got, oh, I said three. It got muddy. Oh, I. No, I went to three, and then you said. Last of Us. That two. your two was Last of Us, so I thought that was like your pick, and then I went to my two. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. Um. Fucking. <laughs> my dog wants to play so bad. She's looking this game, at me. a dark horse. Um, dark horse. So, so I, I was very conflicted on putting it as my number one. But, like, I don't know. I think I just needed to based on how it did grab me and how it did actually, like, make me want to just 
play it like nothing else this year really did that and i mean genshin i would say probably did that for a little bit where i was really into it um rogue company definitely but like those are different types of games like my number one my my favorite game of 2020 is immortals phoenix rising what a good ass fucking video game like i i went into that game knowing that it would be very much my type of game and you know, sometimes you go into things, whether it's movies or TV or games, you go into something just wanting to like it. So, like, you're going to. You know what I mean? And I went into Immortals, like, ready to like this game. And I was so into it. And, like, it literally did pull me in so much that, like, there was one day where I was supposed to work on a Saturday, and then I was like, you know what, fuck it, I don't need to. And I just streamed for, like, eight hours just all day playing Immortals because I just wanted to play more Immortals. <laughs> like, yeah. I... It pulled me in and I played it nonstop until I beat the main story. I mainlined the main story. And my goal was to mainline the main story because I was liking it so much. And I beat it on hard, which is not something I ever do. I never turn a difficulty to you're hard. Turning into, you're turning into a gamer. Oh my God. But I turned it to hard because like I normal just felt kind of like, I don't know. I felt like I wanted a little yeah, bit more of a challenge. Good. I was enjoying the combat. So I was like, oh yeah, sure. Let's. Let's kind of do that a little bit more. Um, so I put it on hard and I beat it. And I mainlined the story because I knew that I wanted to restart it on New Game Plus in Nightmare Difficulty, which is, again, something I've never fucking done. <laughs> and I've been doing that every night since. So I'm but still you, playing it. Like, it's it's wild. Like, I, no game really has grabbed me like this in a while where I do just want to be in that world. It is, and I don't know, it's just perfect for me. I like cartoony video games a lot more. I like cartoony art styles and colorful art styles, and, like, it was just very perfect for me in the way it's presented. It's um, a, It has a big focus on humor with the writing. Um, the combat is a lot more action-focused and, like, superhero kind of, like, moves, and you got big hammers, and, like, it is very... And as you go, you... Like, I, I use this example a lot. By the end of the game, you feel a lot more like a god and a lot more like a superhero than at the beginning of the game when you're kind of like, meh, you got a sword, and then you get an axe. But, like, by the end of the game, you got all sorts of shit. And it's yeah. fun, and it's flashy, and you move around, and you feel the flow of the combat. But, like, it's different than, say, in the fucking Witcher, by the end of the game, you have really good stats, and your armor's better, and your swords oh, are better, Witcher's and maybe you have RPG. some cool... Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, this is a lot more of a, an action-adventure with RPG aspects where your skills... You, there are some RPG things in there of, like, upgrading your defense and your damage on your sword yeah. and stuff like that, but, like, it is a lot more of, like, focused on flashy abilities than, like, by the end of the game, your sword's better. You know what I mean? Like, it is a lot more along those lines that I like. Like, my favorite game of all time is Infamous 2. It's a lot more Infamous 2-like with with what you upgrade and the stuff that you get. Um, like, the world is beautiful. I love the four different zones. The puzzles are just hard enough to kind of, like, get your brain working, but not, like, fuck, I'm going to be stuck here forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have yet to do any of the really late-game vaults, which are like the dungeons or shrines or stuff like that, um, which is such a bummer. I mean, this in Genshin, man, 
that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about both of these games is because throughout the entire year they've been lumped in as a like you know that's the fucking Breath of the Wild clone. How does it compare to Breath of the Wild? Like every time, like literally, I listen to an entire like um, Gamescast, like kind of funny Gamecast where they talk about Genshin, and all they could talk about like was asking Blessing or Imran like, oh, how does it compare to Breath of the Wild in this aspect? But it's it's its own fucking game. <laughs> like it does absolutely take say, certain visual cues and stamina cues. Like that's the thing. Morals in Immortals is a pretty, and, Ode- pretty big Odyssey clone. Odyssey, much yeah, yeah. It's, it's more Odyssey so clone. Odyssey than Breath it's of the an, Wild. Like it's definitely not a Breath of the Wild. Well, it has the dungeons. That's, that's the, the thing. Only everyone thing. in Genshin and Immortals, everyone sees the visuals and they see a shrine comparison and the stamina. With the climbing and then gliding. And they're like, Breath of the Wild clone. And that's what both of those games have that are similar. But then they do other shit. <laughs> like, sure, you can climb and have stamina. Sure, you can jump and glide around. There well, are shrine comparisons. Games, most that's games. it. Like, I, it's, it's, it's so definitely weird. More, that's the thing. It's like, I've played it. It's definitely more Odyssey than Zelda. Genshin is yeah. Zelda with better combat. Immortals with is Odyssey. very different combat, and a fu- yeah. it's a fucking JRPG, and like it has a story, and well, like it's, a, it's, it's a CRPG. I know, I know, but it it feels very JRPG with like its yeah. story. You know, it's very like it's an open world RPG. It's not necessarily like, and it's very RPG with how you're upgrading your characters and your weapons and your artifacts and shit. Like Zelda didn't do that, <laughs> like slightly. Like Breath of the Wild slightly did that, but like it's. I don't know. It's so that's been a very frustrating thing to listen to throughout the year between those two games. And it was really bad with Genshin. But in general, people just aren't talking about Immortals. But like Immortals, I don't know, man. I I put it as my number 1 because I think I had the most fun with that game this year. I think it grabbed me more than any game, and I'm still playing it and I'm excited for the DLC. Like the it, it was a digestible length um I think the I think the overall message we haven't really talked about that but like the message of the game is very much good. like absolutely it got a little it got a little uh what is it after school special sure but and there were sometimes where it was like it got a little too cheesy just yeah. a little bit and yeah. I like I just chalked it up to like it was kind of the end and they had to like tie a bow on it yeah, um, but overall, I did like that the the message with all of the different gods is like absolutely like everyone has their flaws, but like you know, a lot of the times the flaws yeah. are what makes you who you are, and <clears throat> you have to go through shit to be better. Like yeah. that's it. Like I mean, Hephaestus, like his whole essence that was gone. Slight spoilers. Slight. I don't know, but like that was the, the one essence, I didn't like though. <laughs> Oh, really? I, th- yeah. I liked Hephaestus's because I thought that tied in a lot with the message even more was like his essence that he was missing was like his struggles and his pain and his suffering that he's yeah. been through. And like when he got it back, it's literally like he because the version of him that was creating art was creating very hollow, basic art. And then when you got it back, he was able to then move forward and create things like better than he could have ever imagined because of the pain that he went through and made him into a, like a better person who he is now. And I was like, it's honestly a really nice message and like a very wholesome little message for such a a nice wholesome game. Wholesome game. Yeah, absolutely. I really liked it. I thought it was very fitting tone wise for like this year, you know, like, I, I I really liked it. It's it's one of my favorite games that I've played this year. They're doing wish, weird shit with the DLC. 
And I'm excited to see when they actually have dates on that. I wish experience was dolled out differently. Like how you level up. Cause like there are some things where you needed like, um, the blue, the blue crystals, but then you also needed yeah. like the red crystals or the purple ones. And like I hovered over where to find those and it's like, Oh, in chests and, um, in, I never even like tried. That's the thing. Like once you, once you want to get like everything leveled up, you can't just like farm. You can't just farm like, no. oh, I'm just going to like farm like a whole bunch of enemies. That only gives like one specific I mean, you just kind of like get it as you play the game, you know? Like I the feel one like currency, with those... You'll, you will run into it. You'll run it? into it. It's like either the... Per I think it's the purple or the red gems. There's one... I mean, most of all of that just comes from chess. So like yeah, as I've like, gone... I don't, like, I don't like opening specifically chess for this one currency. Because like I don't yeah, like... Yeah, but like I'm going to open chess anyways. <laughs> but I'm That's not what I've been doing. I want to play chess. the game. Sure. Like I like I like, a, like that's what I'm I doing. like an I guess but just like chests I don't know to me are it's like even in Destiny I don't open like region chests cuz it's like it's fucking boring. Yeah, I'd but rather like, I would I rather get experience I'm, and get resources from the actual enemies. So it's like instead of having like specific chests chests always give you this type of crystal. Maybe it's like this type of enemy always gives you this type of crystal instead. Sure, but I, I don't know. That's not really you. That's, that's, that's more along Genshin's lines, you know, where Genshin tells you, like, oh, you can go here and kill yeah. this to get this kind of material and whatnot, and that's just definitely not the the game that Immortals is. Like, Immortals no, but is... I mean, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just I like, see what you mean. But just, like, because you have all of these chests, also the way you find things is fucking atrocious. The I, first time... God damn it. God first damn time, it, dude. First time oh, was cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is interesting. But then it's like, I don't know, maybe once you uh, complete <coughs> the, the mission, like complete, like, say, Aphrodite's everything like, else, like, mainline quest, up. then everything is like that's happens in That happens in Ghost. <laughs> One good thing about Ghost is that like you'll you'll finish uh, the chapter of the what is it like, say, the bottom area and you'll move to the second area and then everything will be revealed to you in the bottom. Oh, area. I didn't even know that. That's really nice. Yeah. I might just like, mainline to try and get that. So it's just like that's the kind of shit that's like. Because the way you find shit is, it was cool once, maybe. So but yeah, it's so bad. To people who don't know, you climb up a, a tower in an area like very Assassin's Creed, and then you you scout. So like in Breath of the Wild, you know, you would climb to the top of the tower and you'd see a shrine and you mark it and you go over there. It's that, but like you can just mark everything, right? You can just ding ding unlock it all on the map, but you have to hover over all of it and like. Again, I like the idea in theory, but in practice, all they needed to do was add one little extra thing where is if you're looking right here and your your crosshair is pointed and you're not on an item, all you need to do show a little arrow to the next one and then follow it and then boom, boom. That way you know <sighs> that you're not missing anything. That's it. That's it. But you but when you go up there, you have to just scan and just spam the E button. Just hoping that you hit every single little one. And then even at the end, you're not sure. You're like, I could have missed something. I don't know. But like as if they had added just one thing to be like two left, maybe in the bottom right, it'll say two left. It'll have the amount that you can see in your range, like yeah. something like that. Um, that would have been awesome. But yeah, that is that is the one thing that annoyed me. Every time I climbed up, I was like, God damn it, here we go. <laughs> Gotta fucking search. That's terrible. That. 
But uh, yeah, I'm playing it again in nightmare mode right now. I'm doing a lot of the vaults that I haven't done before, which is exciting. I will say the more vaults and more optional shit you do, there's a lot of cool like armor and weapon skins and shit. Like I look like a fucking badass right now. <laughs> but uh, I'm really excited to actually see all of it. Um, the DLC is like literally the first one is what you would expect of like, oh, you know, you're going back in as Phoenix, you got a new area to explore, new quests, right? The second one, completely new character, set in Chinese mythology. <laughs> completely just different. Risky. Third one, third one, isometric, over-the-top gameplay. New character, what the fuck? New genre. Again, very very risky. So weird. We'll so weird. But I'm uh, I'm excited to like see all that. I, I actually do have the season. This is like the only game this year that I bought the season pass because I knew that I was going to beat it and I knew I would want more. I have beat it. I want to like get all the trophies. Like, it, I don't know. It's weird. And I, I am still playing. So I don't know. But um, I, I, I will put it at my number one because I think that's the game that is not only really good, but like I just got the most hooked into this year. Yeah. Like it just grabbed me and I didn't, I wanted to spend time in the world. Like, a, yeah. I don't know. Like Ghost is fantastic and I really do like Ghost, but like, and I like the com. I think I probably like the combat in Ghost maybe a little better. I don't know. But like, I really like the combat in that game. But like, I don't know if I necessarily want to spend as much time in such a serious samurai like yeah. dark it's not dark like it's a colorful world still but it's like you know you're in a you're in a world where like sometimes I just want to be in a playground and immortals is a playground like that's that's absolutely what it is um so i really liked it that's that's what i have as my number one i will say so these top three here mortals ghosts last of us like it's weird because i know that out of those three i think last of us is the best game out of those three but I think Immortals is my favorite. Like, that that's what I mean. Like, I don't know. It's odd, but I think that is the case. I think I would literally reverse it where it's like Last of Us would be one, Ghost would be two, Immortals would be three if I were to, like, critically analyze it, but Immortals yeah. is my favorite. So, yeah. That's that's it. And then it was your number, it was your number three. Number three is mine. Immortals. Nice. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> that was your number three. That makes me happy. So we're back. I do want to say closing thoughts on uh, the game of the year things. I uh, Miles Morales, Valhalla, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades if I spent more time with it. Like, there's other games too that came out this year that I just didn't play. Um, so I those would probably be on my list, especially Miles. Miles is the biggest one where I'm like, that would probably Played be the intro five. mission, but that's not enough to put it at, in my top 10. Yeah. I would probably have Miles in my top five if I, if I played it and beat it. But like, you don't it, know. It seems perfectly me. You don't I know, know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, just as a guess, like, it, it probably, it's, it's set around fucking Christmas. I love, that's very mm. Teddy Chidaris. It's fucking Miles Morales in the Spider-Verse is one of, it's like my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, Miles oh, Morales a is that I didn't ten know times better than Peter Parker. Ten times. Ten no. times. Facts, dude. Yeah. Facts. Spitting straight facts. Um, so that's it. That was a long one, but game of the year, dog. We're going to get out of here. 
because game of the I year is, is, it's to... going to be a long one because we got ten games each. Oh yeah, some only, we only have we only had a little bit of overlap, but yeah, we wanted to talk about. We, I'm glad we still got to talk about some TV stuff. I'm going to try uh, keep people this updated. week. I'm going to try and while we go through our top ten, I'm going to write like uh, like I'll put a graphic on the video. So watch oh the video God. version. Holy shit. So it'll Don't be like you'll, your top 10 will be top right. And then like each time you go through one of yours, I'll like put oh the next God. one. It's not that. That's Holy not that hard. Shit. That's pretty easy. I, um, I was thinking of adding timestamps at least slightly of like game of the year starts here and like TV and stuff. But I don't know. I might do that. Again, um, we'll I'm, get better at this stuff as we go. We just got to roll with the punches. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would do that, but it's just like, I don't know if I can, I if I, I would want to skim it because I don't want to watch the whole two hours because oh, I don't no, have that don't. time. You just, you just kind of, you just eyeball it. And then yeah. if, we're in, I gotta just if, we're, if we're in it already, you just, just like scared minus five something. minutes or something. And then that's good enough. Yeah. Because I've, I've like hit yeah. other time codes on other podcasts and it's not exactly when it starts. It's yeah. like a very rough estimate. I might, yeah. I might add those, but yeah. So follow the YouTube channel. Tyson and Teddy talk is where the video goes up. Subscribe, smash that bell, you know, um, oh. just smash it. Just throat punch that bell. Um, fucking follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris and Twitter and Instagram, uh, and YouTube and follow Tyson in the streets. You know, Don't follow. I'm not going in the streets. Because <laughs> you're supposed to stay home, wear your mask, wash your hands, all that shit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyson Pellegrini, Instagram Pellegrini underscore seventeen. I'm gonna try and do. I'm gonna post more shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I gotta figure your stuff out. But again, I'm <laughs> not gonna less. think about it too much. And then Twitch, <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv slash T Pellegrini. Well, I I streamed the first the intro a little bit of uh, Mass Effect Two. We got Garrus, our boy. Our baby boy Garrus. Um, I'm playing. I'm playing on like hardcore, and it's really hard. Like it's really hard. Also, it's doesn't control like well because it's again a very old game, and so like you'll stick to corners when you want to like turn around and sprint. It's frustrating, but I mm. probably will be uh, continuing that on Twitch. So follow the channel to make sure you'll know when I'm going live. Don't click the notifications though, because everybody hates those. Just always be Damn. on Twitch, and then you'll see if I'm on or not. <laughs> That's the difference. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. Have a good one. Uh, be be nice to each other. Uh, bye. <laughs> Let us know your top 10 games of 2020 in the comment section below. People say that, the right? Yeah. Down below. Down below. <laughs> okay. There you go. Peace.